0: let's go
1: what is up everybody welcome to binge town tv today we are diving into our first of many haunting of hill house episodes that's part of our binge with us series and we are ready to get spooky the binge town crew is split up into two teams today rooks and vets up to bat for the rooks we've got paul and luke And for the vets, we've got Jimmy and myself. The plan is to cover the first season in five podcast episodes, covering two or so episodes of the series per recording. Today, we're covering episode one, Stephen Sees a Ghost, and episode two, Open Casket. Rookie boys, what'd you think of your first watch?
2: All right, I'm going to start here and just give some context to where I'm coming from when I'm watching this show, right? So, The Haunting of Hill House came out, what, like, within the last... 2018. 2018, okay. So, it started getting some popularity, you know, Rotten Tomatoes was giving it a good score, everyone was talking about it, and of course, Jimmy and Kathleen here were giving it praise, they loved it. So, me, being the naive little, I guess, at the time, (laughs) 22-year-old, I I sat down, watched the first episode, I'm a little bitch. I was (laughs) so, like, freaked out of it, and none of my friends are watching it, so I watched the first episode... We'll get to how crazy scary the last scene is. And then I pretty much because I had no one to talk to about the show itself. So I kind of just trailed off, didn't pick it back up. Skip ahead two years. We're doing the podcast. And then this is just a perfect opportunity to force me to kind of sit down and watch these episodes because I was never going to do it just by myself. Um, and I'm ready because I could just tell the writing's good. The mystery is going to be insane.
3: Yeah, this is definitely outside of my comfort zone. <laughs> um, usually, the shows I watch are like either like action comedy or like maybe a thriller every once in a while, but never like horror. So, um like Luke was saying, he when he was 22 and he was like a little bitch and watched it. Okay, I'm 24 and I'm a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching it and Luke came in and was like, dude, why are the lights on? I'm like, dude, don't turn the lights off. (laughs) Like, this is, I can't watch it without it. That being said, the writing already is really sweet. Like, we get little bits of information, and like, you putting it together is part of the fun. It's definitely creepy. Mm -hmm. Definitely, I can't watch this at bedtime, but (laughs) I love, I mean, so far, so good. Two episodes in, and I really want to watch more.
2: Yeah, and Kathleen, I think you might have said it. And if you didn't, just to recap real quick, where there's going to be no spoilers. So me and Paul, being the rooks here, we're just we're going to be talking about these two episodes with no knowledge of anything else. And Jimmy and Kathleen will do their best not to spoil anything. But yeah, I'm ready to jump right into it. Do we have
0: anything before we get to episode one? I'm just so glad we we picked this yeah. this show because this is me and Kathleen. She's the OG vet. You know, this show came out in 2018 and she was trying to tell me for at least six months or longer, I have to watch. She says, you got to watch, you got to watch, you got to watch. And I did something similar to you, Luke, where I turned it on and I turned it on like not Halloween time. And I was like, I don't know if I'm in the mood for this. And I kind of just let it go. And then I finally jumped in maybe a year ago and so good. Phenomenal. So I'm just so happy we're doing this because I want to see your guys reactions.
1: I watched it twice in twenty eighteen. They dropped it in October marketing heroes. I mean, exactly. You have to drop it then. I watched it twice in a row. And then this is this is near and dear to my heart because on another podcast, my first ever podcast I ever recorded was a Haunting of Hill House podcast. So it's near and dear to my heart. But yeah, I mean, this is my fourth time watching it through. It only gets better. It has infinite rewatch value because the whole premise of the show is that you're watching it out of order. Right. So. Every ounce of this show has meaning later in it. And I can't like down to when someone's hand is wrapped yep. up in a thing or someone says some stupid line. It matters later. So the infinite rewatch value is knowing wh- what it means when you're watching it for over again. So, yeah, let's jump right the fuck into it. So we open with Steven, who I, we don't know what Steven yet, but it is Steven reading from his novel, which we find out. Talking about Hill House, to insert the clip, because I really like this clip. It it sends the spookiness right off the bat, this, like, eeriness over Hill House.
3: No live organism can continue to exist sanely under conditions of absolute reality. Even larks and katydids are supposed, by some, to dream. Hill House, not sane, stood by itself against its hills, holding darkness within. It had stood so for a hundred years before my family moved in and might stand a hundred more within walls stood upright. Bricks met neatly. Floors were firm silence. They steadily against the wood and
2: stone of Hill House and whatever walked there walked
1: alone. Boys just rocks. Um- did you have any idea what the actual mystery was going to be off the bat? Or are you going in? Co- I mean, I know, Luke, you already had seen the episode, but Paul.
3: No, what? I haven't really seen anything or heard anything about okay. it. So I had no idea going in.
2: Yeah, I would have been in the same spot if I didn't already see the first episode in the past. Sure. But, you know,
1: typical spooky, big-ass mansion.
3: Yeah, I had a feeling that it was probably haunted, <laughs> but that was it.
1: And it might have had something to do with the house.
0: Yeah. Some kind of house. But other than that, no. Is it on a hill or do you think that? (laughs) No, no, no. See? See? He's like,
1: no, I didn't think it was on a hill. I thought maybe the the family that lived there before were named the hills. Okay. He's a little more like, he's (laughs) like giving some analytical thought into it. Okay. So after the narration, we get a young Stephen goes to find the twins because little young baby Nellie and Luke are, well, just Nellie is crying. So
3: cute. What What a good big brother.
1: I know, right? Yeah. He's the best. I always say, like, we're so lucky that they show them as kids because the adults are so flawed. They yeah. are so
3: fucked up. Yeah. Like, I was going to say, it's funny in, when they're kids because, you know, Steve's a nice, bigger, older brother. And then they get to adults and, like, half of them hate him and, like, stuff like that. Like, Pretty much all of them except... Steve. Well, I guess yeah. Nell
2: and
0: Luke...
3: Yeah, now and Luke, Luke have
1: their own issues. Yeah, they can't be yeah. dealing it with the It seems like they all got
2: a lot going on. Like in the first scene, we see, okay, so Steve's walking down the hall, mm-hmm. right? Going to the, to the room. And I think it's Theo that comes out into the hall and, the, and they kind of say, just go back into your yeah. room. Don't worry about this, whatever. Because Cheryl's asleep, yep. or something like that. Then yeah. they go into the actual room itself. And, you know, me having already seen this episode, <laughs> like I was, you know, like I know this is leading towards the bent neck lady, like, yeah. It's literally the first scene we get a uh, we get
3: nice it's little scare. out of
1: control a bent yeah. neck lady reveal in the first scene. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome.
3: Nellie's crying and the dad comes in eventually and just the nicest dad. He was so cool to where he was like, you know, like it was just in your mind. Like sometimes dreams spill over, and which that was sweet.
1: It was sweet. I was
3: like, I've never heard that analogy before, but dreams definitely spill over into real life. Mm-hmm. So that was the first thought, and then it was the creepiest thing
0: because. So
2: we get it's just like kind of a quick scene where he the dad just puts her to bed and says, "Don't worry about the bent neck lady." She says
0: originally, she says the bent neck lady's back.
2: Right, which is going to be, I'm assuming, just like the biggest theme of the yes. haunting of hill house or of course and so when the dad kind of like calms everything down and walks out of the room it, the camera work is so goddamn Perfect. good at horror in this show yep. so it just kind of sits on nelly as nelly asleep, sleep and you just see the face that was kind of there the whole time move and then you realize it's there and i'm like fuck
0: yeah, and the one part you forgot is when he leaves, he goes and he checks on Cheryl because she's talking in her sleep. Yeah, I was gonna break. Uh, yeah, because yeah. she's saying.
1: After, yeah, the, she's... Ne-
0: the bent neck lady comes after the doors oh, open. Okay. Oh, you're yeah. right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, that's yeah. why I was. I stopped explaining because I
3: didn't know how to. Explain yeah. So when he that. comes
0: back out of the room, Cheryl's room, the doors open. And he's looking around like, what the hell? He goes yeah. and checks they're both sleeping, and then he closes it, checks the door to see if there's if there's something wrong with it, and then you get the bent neck lady reveal.
3: I um obviously knew it was going to be scary so i going in did this thing i, I called it like the creep count and every time <laughs> i was creeped out i did like a tally mark nice Hell yeah i, I like also. that and yeah this first episode had nine so <laughs> creeps the fuck out and the first one was the door i was yeah. like he obviously closed the door goes into cheryl's room it's like anything it was like something about pandas and mac and she's Eve. no yeah. no no
2: the important thing that she's saying in the beginning is the red room, dancing in the red room yeah. She keeps dancing in red room
3: Look, mm-hmm.
1: my fucking boy she oh, brings right. that,
3: yeah i mean she brings that up definitely later on and red room no that's red room never
1: mind the red room, <laughs> red room is, too, though. yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> this is just all going to be linked to premonitions of the shadow that's under the red door obviously yeah. so
1: i think that like Brilliance of this is Shirley is and Steve are the skeptics. like yeah. Even though they grew up in this haunted whatever, but Shirley has this sleep talking thing, and she says dancing in the red rooms, pandas don't eat macaroni, whatever it is. It's supposed to kind of throw you and say she's saying absolute nonsense. Mm-hmm. But again, on the rewatch, you listen to her say dancing in the red room, and you're like, what the. Wait, red? Did you just say red room? Yeah. So catching that on the first time is oh yeah,
2: and I
0: I really hope the panda. Well, technically, (laughs) it's Luke's second time, so true. It is little less credibility. I
2: I did not know about the. I didn't remember the specific red door, which obviously comes up in a couple scenes. But Mm. you know, I knew that was going to be something.
1: But just before we we jump to the next, like what Luke said, the directing is so excellent, and and when I try and sell the show to people like you too you don't love scary stuff and i just try to like embrace the the story is incredible and while they do linger on scenes and sometimes there is a scare most of the time there isn't there's a scene where they're tracking them down the hallway and it lingers for a good 15 seconds Mm -hmm. and nothing happens i'm
0: bringing up all the times where i thought it was going to be a jump yeah so and i'm and i'm watching this show for the family and for the mystery like i'm not a scary tv like you said i'm not watching this because oh i love scary tv shows you know
1: and let me just say there are some of the most brutal jump scares i have ever seen in this show but they're few and far between where the best horror and me and jimmy are horror freaks mm. they they keep you suspenseful the whole time but they're not giving you cheap scares there's right. no cheap scares in this one i don't think this is purely you're no. waiting for it and when they happen they pay off
0: i totally now agree. did you guys see anything before this show about looking for the the ghosts like the hidden ghosts yeah well, I did. Sorry. Well, is there <laughs> me so out like if yes. you're if you're watching in the house, anything that's in the house, you can look around and there's hidden ghosts in a lot of the scenes. The count is like, high. Yeah, no, I haven't. I, I mean, keep I haven't. An eye the directors have ca- come out and said that of all the people that have ever said something to them and tried to list all of them, they're still not even close to getting all. them. Wow, the- really? And I purposely went back and I still I, I got a couple. But I mean, there's only one or two I got first shot back when I watched it originally. So now you guys can. ready. Why'd you
3: say that to me? Because now I want, I want every to,
0: five yeah, seconds. I it's want good. you to look. I want you to look. I'm
1: telling you, this is my fourth time through, and I still have barely found any of them. There, but I'll give you a couple there.
0: that I that I notice if you As guys don't say th- anything. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. All right. So now we're gonna flash to the future, and I don't know how many years. I don't think they're explicit at this point, right? We don't know how far into the future yet. Uh, when the kids are just adults, they're. It's the first time you're yeah, seeing. So this is
1: absolutely present day. This is the most present day you're gonna get until we move forward okay
2: cool so we have steve i'm gonna call him steve because i like that better sure steve is talking to irene walker and you can just tell instantly he's he's recording her he's just interviewing her about um some superstitious event that she experienced and um you go to find out that her husband passed away recently off of like a a car crash Mm -hmm. and she had a very real experience of seeing him while she was lying down in their, in their marital bed and looking up at the ceiling and, and water started dripping on her face, which was a link to how he died in a car crash with rain and stuff like that. And you're just kind of getting a feel for the character that Steve is because he's very, as you said earlier, he's very skeptical and he's just kind of like listening to what she's saying, taking in the details and just kind of brushing it off, but figuring out a way to see if he could potentially make it into a story. And that's what I got from that, Paul. Did you agree? Like you were just kind of, he's just like a skeptical. Yeah. He's, trying to make money off of people's superstitious.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And in that scene, we go on uh, to see him look at her bookshelf and then he sees his books and that's when we find out he's a famous author. Um, and right then, if I was him, like if I was basically like a ghost detective, like <laughs> trying to like pick up like supernatural shit. Her credibility is fucking out the window right now. When she was like, oh, by the way, I'm a fan. I'm like, bitch, like you could have made this whole thing up. Yeah, So, I mean, that was just one thing. But um, Irene, I literally have next to her. I said, dumb salute. (laughs)
2: some good stuff though we do find out is that the hill house that Stephen crane the whole crane family grew up in is the most haunted house in america Mm -hmm. um find that out real quick and then you see like this these lists of novels real quick
3: he had a really cool line he was like in all fairness at the time it wasn't famous right
0: excellent line
3: yes which is really
2: cool that is a really cool line Mm -hmm. so you do see the list of novels like you're saying and like different different um you know, they're all just different haunted places. Like he, he name drops, like Alcatraz starts saying things. And he does say, I, th- I don't know if it's the scene where he says, like, I've never actually seen yep. a ghost. Right. Just mm. crazy because he does. I've, I so, don't know. So
1: title of app, Stephen sees a ghost. Let's yeah. just say that he says he's never seen a ghost. He's written all kinds of books about it but he's never seen one himself. He says, quote unquote, and he has some cool lines. We'll get to later. But it's like Steve is such a skeptic. And again, once you progress through the series, it's just even more so like these siblings should be so much more banded together than they are from this.
2: Uh, it's great seeing the strings of why that is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: It's so good. But I love that line about saying it wasn't famous until we moved in. And it's also, down.
2: it's also important that right in this specific scene, we do get the first attempt at seeing Nell call one of the siblings and the sibling rejecting the call and being Steve in this, mm-hmm. in this situation. Grown up Nell. love her. She's beautiful. She's one of my favorite people ever. Uh, <laughs> I, she's she you know she's great she's great she all the females in this show are great
1: honestly justice for nell I can't justice it's, for it's nell <laughs> tragic Luke,
3: she was great. Oh, yeah. How right. dare you, Paul? <laughs> um,
1: but <laughs> this
2: leads us is. right into all right, this flashback creeps me the hell out. So after that, that's that missed call, we flash back to when they were kids. And this is like the maybe the night after Nell was crying about the uh neck but with, with, what <laughs> I'm gonna mess that neck. up so much. Um so yeah, this is one of the scenes that in the, like, in the last two years since I've seen the first episode and haven't seen much since, I always think of this goddamn scene as one of the <laughs> scariest things ever, right? So Nellie is too scared to sleep in her bed. So she has the mom and herself are going to sleep in the living room just to kind of be together so she doesn't have to go back in that room where neck, back, back. Bent <laughs> I'm done. All right, the ghost. I'm a note on yeah, the corner. Yeah, I should write that bitch, down. Lee. Give me a second. I'll write bent, that down.
1: Bent back, bitch. <laughs>
2: yeah. um, so the mom, the dumb bitch that she is, even though she's beautiful as well, Gets up in the middle of the night after Nellie's clearly asleep. She walks away and Nellie kind of just like wakes up a little bit and she like slowly opens her eyes. And then she just starts breathing like incredibly quick, just Mm -hmm. in absolute shock. And (laughs) all you see is this lady standing right over her just with her hair draped in her face. And my God, I that scene is so scary. And it's (laughs) awesome.
3: Yeah, that was a creep count. That yeah. was definitely a <laughs> So, is that market. number? What number is that for you? I think that was three at the time. Yeah.
1: It's a, it's petrifying. And, and it, this isn't a spoiler. It plays later. Nell's, Nell's sleep paralysis. Like, and, and I, it stems from her being literally petrified as a child. Yeah. But it goes into her adult life, and you'll see.
3: I was like, damn it, Liv. Just stick it out on the floor for right? like the rest of the night. Like,
1: and you need to notice this. We said Liv is, is beautiful and gorgeous. And she's like, sitting there with Hugh and they're putting Nell to bed and she's sitting there in like a rope and wedges. It's like, it is a, <laughs> presumably the middle of the night you're in wedges right now. See, that's something
0: mm-hmm. Kathleen yeah. reckon. I didn't even know. I did not. Get it's that.
1: crazy, but she is this such a character. Like the mom is so gorgeous. So like shockingly beautiful. And, Like an earthy, weird, spiritual creature (laughs) that throughout the whole series you're like, is she okay? Yeah, (laughs) well, like, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Yeah not really Uh, but i hate that like everyone is just taking Nell's calls i'm like somebody answer this bitch but i will say that i'm going to ask you guys like as the as the episode progresses and you kind of see each character as an adult are you like okay they're still alive okay they're still alive because you know you don't even know what the mystery is at this point so you're like okay clock that he's still alive luke's still alive Nell's still alive isn't that interesting like i remember watching it for the first time being like what is the mystery right. like what am i supposed to be looking out for?
2: i spent the whole first episode just like trying to memorize who was who that mm-hmm. was like what all my mindset was towards is like all right that's them as a kid that's them as an adult you know going back and forth like mm-hmm. that but you know i boiled it down to we're going to get to it soon i thought the whole mystery was going to revolve around the red door and then also like jumping ahead again like the the reason behind the suicide of the mom later and right. i as of right now i still pretty much believe that even after episode two nothing really got at it more yet um paul do you agree
3: i mean i thought the mystery was going to be something happened to the parents because we weren't seeing too much of the parents eventually we do see the father um later in this episode so we know he's alive we didn't see the mother so i figured something obviously really traumatic happened to all of them but I didn't know what it was and I still don't know what it was. Honestly, <laughs> the
1: casting of the kids to the adult is so well done. They all look Precisely. Like Luke, maybe not, yeah. because he's such a baby and, and adult Luke is like six foot five. Yeah, right. <laughs> but everyone else is pretty much exactly spot on. I can't I can't commend the little baby children enough for their good They're acting. so good. They're yeah. so good. I like
2: Cheryl's actor, baby actor is very good because she's Captain the youngest, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's
3: basically like Cheryl's daughter. Yeah. when she's older. They, they, they remind me of, like, I same literally
2: same. had a thought in the second episode. I was like, are they the same
1: actor? Uh, yeah, they, <laughs> could be. they
3: literally could be. Yeah. Dude, right. young Steve, nicest, like, older brother in the world. Right. Like, we're late like, in the cool treehouse kids. scene. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah, I have that written down, but we'll get to it. Alright, um, so the next yeah.
2: scene is gonna take us to adult Shirley or mm-hmm. Cheryl, I'm gonna go back and forth saying either one, and this is her attempt at ignoring Nell's call. Mm-hmm. God damn, I hate all these siblings I now, I hate them all so much because by they the were end of episode
1: her. one, knowing that they're dicking these calls, you're like, yeah.
0: yeah,
2: so you find out it's pretty quickly that Cheryl works in a funeral home, which is wild. Knowing even a glimpse of the past, which right. we already know at this point, um, she's kind of consoling this little kid who is acting max acting very weird about his dead grandma who just passed recently. And they're just talking about setting up the viewing and stuff. And you get some weird ghost vibes already because he's saying like, I still see grandma at night. I don't need to see her in the viewing. Like she's sitting on my bed. She doesn't. And you know, she, he's dropping all these specific details.
3: Yeah. It gave me real sixth sense vibes. Like a little kid saying like, you know, I see dead people. Right. And like, he's explaining it and they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But he's giving like, crazy details yeah
2: I think it's very notable because I thought everything ghost related was going to be specifically the family and that's why yeah is Max for Max is nothing right to them that's wild to me so and that's
0: the other thing about that whole situation because like we said Cheryl is like not as much of a skeptic as Steven but she's a skeptic so she doesn't even think anything of it she's just like okay this kid's scared he doesn't want to see his grandma he's making up stories spilling dreams over this and that You know, she has no like, I mean, that's her job to to just not believe in that stuff.
1: You know, it's the first time on my fourth watch noticing that he goes kind of goes into this details. I can't remember if this in episode two or one, but he says this time when she was sitting at the end of my bed, she didn't have any hair and and no teeth, whatever. And then when they flash to Shirley doing her up, she doesn't have any hair. She doesn't have any teeth. And I'm like okay mm-hmm. like he probably yeah. did see this dead bitch on <laughs> the end of his bed which I like but yeah you're right Luke no relation but I yeah mean, that's
2: that's weird because now I, that takes away like the fact that it's I just guess. all the crane yeah. family but maybe I don't know
1: I don't know if it's just setting up a world where like ghosts, ghosts exist, exist that's exactly what I was mm-hmm. thinking yeah,
2: yeah yeah. Um, but then we right away get actually where Cheryl calls Nell back yep. and Nell doesn't answer you just see her mm-hmm. phone just kind of in her hotel room which is is there any purpose to that? I don't know why. Maybe she was driving.
1: The hotel room does play uh, a yeah.
2: Part. Cool, cool, cool. It's uh, just trying to
1: show you where she is or wh- right. and what she's doing at the time. Yeah, she, she's Like I said, everything matters. Yeah, I totally everything forgot. matters.
3: While her phone is ringing, she like ran into the hotel room like with a water bottle, like panting. So as she was missing the call. Ooh, yeah.
1: So so imagine that. that. Like just like I said, you are. Spoiler alert! Gonna get the scene of her running, the scene before her running into it. Every,
0: I just oh, wow. can't. It, yeah. It's
1: genius. Like I, I would only imagine that the, the the writers wrote the show in order and then just jumbled Chopped it up. It all <laughs> out. Yeah. Plenty of <laughs> shows,
0: like, plenty of shows try to do this and fail miserably. Mm-hmm. Like literally, they try to do the jumping back and forth trying to confuse you just and you know it's always for the sake of just trying to confuse you and it does confuse and it's not good (laughs) but this is perfect it does everything right you all you find out everything it's explained you feel phenomenal at the end of it
2: nice that that satisfying ending is all that matters you know the ending could ruin it if you guys are in i'm in um so our next scene i love heading this because this is my favorite part of the show is anything to do with the red door because the next scene Is a flashback, and this is the first time we see the red door. We see we we see the dad and Mr. Dudley just renovating the fireplace. He has a key. He gives it to mm, Cheryl because it's kind of implied that they've been just trying to figure out a way to get into that room, and this is supposed supposedly a master key for every door in the house. So Cheryl runs upstairs, like through the cool spinny stairs. Have some in my house. Shout out to my mother. (laughs) Love
1: a spiral staircase.
2: So she goes upstairs to the red door. And we see Nell's there waiting with them and they both They both are just kind of very interested to see what's going on in there. That's when the cotton candy line drops. Mm-hmm. I just
1: love the way she says she's like a cotton candy machine or a pony. And Cheryl's like, fuck you, dude. It's not a pony, you idiot. It'd yeah. <laughs> be dead if it was a <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: pony. <laughs> well, yeah. But she says, I saw something moving, you know, mm-hmm. and Cheryl's like, nah.
3: Yeah. Well, like when we first got up there, Nell had her head to the floor like she was trying to look underneath the door um but she couldn't see anything and she was like no like i saw the shadow moving And we are like you didn't see anything right because you know this door hasn't been open for years and years and years and years so I- if a horse was in there it's dead
2: yeah and then that's when we get the great camera work again where they both end up leaving the door because the master key didn't work and then you see what was there the whole time the shadow moving for tell 10. me that was a creep tell me that was oh, a creep, it was a
0: creep hell yeah, definitely it's and- teller Right and yeah, they they literally are like banging on the door. I mean, at, when I first watched it, I was like, kick the door in if you really oh. want to see.
1: I mean, you bought this house without knowing what's in that room. It could be a bunch of dead bodies. It's like yeah. you gotta get in. There. Well, they
0: made a point about that. They said
3: I forget when it was, but I think Nellie was like, why can't we just like use the hammer? That's it right there
0: in yeah. that scene. She's and like, then we'll find a And then they're mad and they're they're banging on the door, but they're not gonna be able to get in. It would have to be the dad. I
1: think there's With some Yeah,
0: right. <laughs>
1: I think there's something to be said about. How the youngest are really being haunted, quote unquote, the most because even though Cheryl and Steve are probably only what 12, 14, like that age, that's still old enough to to be able to maybe see something and say, I didn't see that. No, I didn't. Blah, blah, blah. Be a skeptic at that age. These kids are actually seeing these things and just being like, this is. All I know. Yeah. I saw something move under that door and everyone's like, you're dumb. Yeah. 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 These poor kids. It happens so
2: much and yeah. it's so infuriating being us. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. Yeah. Being the viewer <laughs> who sees us. all. us. Yeah. I know. But, uh, but one quick thing before we move on, we see we get the um, entrance of Mr. Dudley. Yeah. So the Dudleys are these two workers housekeepers, that have- right? housekeepers like they do. Uh, he's maintenance. She's like kind of a housekeeper, like nanny almost, yeah. I would say, like we're yeah so she so you just get the reveal that they're the dudley's have always been on staff she at was Hill giving, House.
3: mr dudley was giving me mad father carden vibes harry
2: potter vibes <laughs> father carden, father
3: carden <laughs> we funny.
0: also cover curse yeah. <laughs> <laughs> check it out
3: <laughs> yeah just the way he talked i literally looked at the actors i was like am i seeing things yeah. is it because luke turned off the lights like i can't tell what's going uh, right. <laughs> um
2: all right so our next scene is back to the f- Present. I'm going to keep going to the present with Steve back in, in Mrs. Walker's
0: house. I just need to interrupt. We didn't bring it up yet. Did Can we talk about that? Steven is Dario from Game of Thrones.
1: Oh, yeah. It's insane how we not haven't brought it up. Yeah. Brought it up. Whoa, whoa. Oh, he's, whoa. he's being banged by Khaleesi. Khaleesi yeah. be, be banged in his place. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. It's the first thing. The minute yeah. I, I started watching it, so I was like, is that my hot, hot Dario? Yeah, freaking
2: I in instantly horse. like him more. Yeah, yeah. I was just Holy about shit. to
3: say. Yeah,
1: what? You guys didn't notice grow, that? No.
3: Grow your beard out, man. He yeah. looks way better.
2: You know. Wow. He looked I, way better in Game of Thrones.
3: Yeah. With his little glasses
1: now. Steven is handsome first of <laughs> all but i he's it, whenever anyone asks me who's the most the best looking person in Game of Thrones I say him so it's like pretty easy for me to be like best looking guy we'll
3: say it, I didn't know that all of Game yeah. of Thrones
1: it's because uh it, he's like a badass in Game of Thrones and he's like kind of a wuss in this so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> love him to death but pr- him and Sheryl are not to like bias anybody but probably my least favorite characters the rest when they're I cannot wait and I already
2: play. have the vibes that we're gonna get to it in literally 10 seconds, but Theo, Jesus Christ, she is the
1: best.
0: Yes, <laughs> love Theo.
1: Steven has integral parts, and so does Shirley, but but they're they're just like the skeptic of it all, and us, like we just said, knowing what we know. It's kind of hard to like love them when they're just like judging yeah. their siblings, even though they went through these like horrible traumas. Yeah. So right. Anyway. and
2: And this quick scene before we do get to Theo is literally just highlighting the fact that Steve is just the exact polar opposite of superstitious. Like she's he, the way he's just talking to Mrs. Walker in her house. Um, you could just tell like everything about him to his character is just, I don't believe in ghosts, even though I'm a ghost writer, which is, Kind of weird. But
3: yeah. what was the line that he had where he
0: was like, you know, I said, i would never seen a ghost.
1: Oh, this but- is later. But yeah, I love this line. Oh, it's a good line. OK, sorry mm-hmm. about
0: that. OK, yeah, totally. but he's so. telling her, I don't believe in supernatural. I don't think anything's supernatural. It's just before we figure out what it actually is. Oh, yeah. That was yeah, 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 pre, yeah. That was pre- a good line. Something pre- yeah. natural or something yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah, interesting. Um, but I think he also tries to call
2: Nell back in the scene mm-hmm. and she doesn't answer again. And then we also get a quick information that Luke mm-hmm. is supposedly just got his 90 day sober chip yeah
3: cheryl calls steve at one point and is like get in contact with luke oh i'm sorry not okay. cheryl nell said i think luke's in trouble getting contact. that's with what her
0: luke. that's her like message to all of them mm-hmm. i think something's wrong with luke
3: so yeah. then mm-hmm. steve as he's, he's still at irene's house going out to his car to get equipment and he's pulling something in the trunk and he's like oh uh, no, no, no message. I just wanted to know if he was there. So I was like, bro, you're not going to leave a message for your brother in rehab. Um, yeah, so well, it's so fucked up. They like hate the each I'm other. Upset. They
0: like don't like each other. Like it's you'll crazy. see
1: the bonds who bonds with who and who does not. As the episodes progress, it's mm-hmm. like becomes mm-hmm. very. Yeah. apparent.
0: And you see why bonds break, too. Yeah. And then so, we get
3: I literally have scenes. So good. I have let's go I like Theodora <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like all caps so good points. man you Mine see is... her right
2: away she looks go ahead
3: go ahead
1: enter my personal favorite Theo Crane yes,
2: she's
3: so great man. lock eyes from across the room
2: with the guy first and you think okay okay whatever makes sense she's beautiful and then she kind of just completely sandbags him and yeah. then she sees the beautiful yeah. Asian on the other side of the bar yeah. and yeah. hell yeah. yes man yeah boy
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> man and Then we get you know clothes off in the bed didn't see anything. It was, right like it, at the, it was it was right at the very end of it, the session. I was a little upset <laughs> at
0: the end of the session. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, so I didn't. I couldn't break anything down.
0: Well, you can break down how she felt.
1: What did you well, think she, happened? She
3: okay. Well, the girl. I can only imagine what happened. But the girl said, "Where did you come from?" <laughs> yeah. Like that was insane. So I can only. Imagine. And then the the
2: instant <laughs> takeaway after their sex scene is just like she says, like I'm a germaphobe. Then she's like putting on the gloves. Man. Yeah, yeah. And that's whack.
3: And she was just like... <laughs> she
0: said... What'd you say? Like, don't take it uh, Personal. personally? Yeah. she was. Just- well, no, actually, she says, I don't... T- I'm not taking it personally.
1: Yeah, the, yeah, not, the girl is Theo like-
0: is literally like cold hard. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah, get yeah, the yeah. hell out of my room. Yeah.
1: Theo is... I don't want to say this because it's kind of a spoiler, just saying she's a super empath, which you actually don't see here at all. She seems like a cold bitch. Yeah. But it really is like she... The gloves...
2: I, I just literally have no idea, but I know that next episode the th- being the third that we're gonna cover on the next podcast is gonna be a theocentric episode, so I'm sure that we're gonna get a lot of mm-hmm. hints or if not answers about that.
3: Was Theo wearing gloves in the bar? I didn't, Yes, I, yes. Uh, she was. okay. Yeah. yeah, so that's what I didn't see. So she has them on all the time when for the they most, wake up in the bed, it's dark, you don't see her hands at all. She so doesn't have them on when they're banging. Because the lights are off, because I assume something's fucked up. I can't
1: wait. wait. I can't wait for you to. Well, you know, right. no spoilers here. Um, but we get the reveal. The chick is kind of sussing Theo out, and she's like, "What's your deal, dude? You're literally putting gloves on. You're getting up. You're like, but." <laughs> yeah. And she goes, "You live in a funeral home, so immediately, you're like, okay, she lives with Cheryl. Yep, yeah, which is cool. Yeah. You're like, all right, these two sisters live together. They must like each other. Yeah. Two of them mm-hmm. like each other, at least." That
3: was funny. The chick was like, uh, "So what's your deal?" what do you mean she was like you know like what are you doing where you come from i'm a grad student because like theo just like doesn't yeah, she's just
2: talking to herself pretty Am long. Am wrong that she just looks like angeline jolie yeah i mean
3: i don't think she does but all right, yeah. she's definitely beautiful i'm gonna show
2: you some pictures all right all right, all right, all right. so then
3: theo was like you know we kind of came and did what we like wanted to do so you know yeah, yeah. i got, I got work in the
1: morning and, and like, calls early, her for it. Yeah.
0: like i got work I, early i something. love how i mean this is late a little bit later but Cheryl's like when when you moved in i wasn't expecting the pussy parade yeah, yeah. yeah. no that's like, this next scene yeah, yeah, right after yeah. she takes
2: the 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 girl out
3: right after the old hump
0: and though yeah you,
2: she <laughs> does walk up to Sheryl sitting on the bench and they start having a little conversation about nell like the, the line i the quote i wrote is it's about now theo comes back saying yeah because it sucks to be nell yeah. and then you also quickly find out that Every single one of the kids essentially has a has a negative opinion of Luke currently. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I take that to pride because my name's Luke.
1: Yes. I take it to pride (laughs) because my favorite nephew's name is Luke. That's why Kevin and Bobby. Yeah.
3: (laughs) When we saw Luke as a child, like right in the opening scene with the glasses, like his head is always tilted up and he's always looking yeah. down through he's the got glasses. I,
1: sinus issues. Dude, he's like, oh,
3: I was like, like, that's the so Luke. Cute. I know. can't
2: not <laughs> picture the young Luke being like the Stuart Little blonde kid. Aww, yeah, I was
3: right? thinking that. I was that's like, so cute. I was like, there's Aren't no, they the same? <laughs> I, it can't be because that <laughs> kid's mean, like 20 something <laughs> now. But I was thinking the same Probably. thing. That's the a 30s, perfect right?
1: comparison. Yeah. But yeah, so we get the reveal here that Theo and Nell haven't quote unquote talked. Since LA. So, and again, not the spoil, but we get that scene eventually. Right, of course, out. everything they mention matters. Just mm-hmm. want to keep saying that yep. because you're gonna keep moving forward. And
0: Theo's big thing is boundaries. Like with Luke, with Nell, she's just like, listen, boundaries.
1: One I'm- foot and crazy, one on a banana peel. She says something yeah. like that yeah. written down, but
0: about like, Nell. Yeah.
1: Like that. Oh, yeah. God, it's like, but once you know what you know,
0: yeah,
3: don't be
1: so mean.
3: Well, I don't know. Theo uh, definitely seems layered as hell. I'm excited to see uh, her backstory. Yeah, because so, it takes
2: it takes a complicated backstory to become like that. Yeah, so yeah. that's gonna be nice.
3: Good episode three. And definitely.
2: our next scene is the is this this might be the only one of two scenes where we see adult dad yep. present Jacksonville, day Jacksonville, What's his name again? What's uh, Hugh Hugh in Jacksonville? And then Paul, I know this is another creep point right here oh yeah 100 yeah, yeah, yeah. so the camera
3: starts out above the bed and we see him laying in bed alone and then we get a side shot of him and he's on his side and all of a sudden we see this female arm kind of go over and spoon him a little bit and then go <laughs> up and down his arm and we were like okay he was alone yeah why is somebody doing that and like he kind of like wakes up but he doesn't freak out immediately he kind of like turns his head slowly and looks so like when i saw that i was like all right he sees shit or has seen a lot of shit before. Yeah. He's not freaking out. Like, yeah. he's almost used to it. Yeah.
0: So, That's
1: a great observation. You're a good rook, dude. You're a good You guys rook. are both, both good, are good rooks. Good rooks. rooks.
2: I. Literally have not on um, day two of rewatching this, and I so last night I nightmares of this goddamn <laughs> bent neck lady. <laughs> this Jesus is
0: Christ, man. It. he's got it. This oh, is yeah. my first time being a vet, and it's just so hard to oh. not spoil anything. I know. Oh my god, was oh, that the bent neck lady? Uh, uh,
3: I'm, I'm assuming
2: they're all the same, unless that's just a flash of the mom. Unless they're both the same person. You oh have my god, no so many idea, well,
3: I thought it like I don't know. I assumed it was his wife because they were in like the marital bed kind of like you, what you were saying with irene walker like it was well, i guess not marital bed because it's jacksonville florida now but
2: well, it's his
0: bed yeah. i take
2: it all as the bent neck lady is a girl with long dark hair and you never really see her eyes and she always is like screaming or like smiling a little bit and that girl looked exactly like that let like me the ask you a
1: question do we know Anything that happened yet? Do we know the mystery yet? No, like, I'm no, not no, sure no. when when we get the reveal that the mom. When when do we get the reveal that the mom killed herself? When
2: later this. Yeah, it, it's pretty much not a bit
1: of whiskey and seeing it so many times. I'm starting to.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I will bring it up whiskey. when the scene that we okay get that reveal. So
1: we get the hand, the scream. So then Nell calls Hugh, mm-hmm. right? And and this is one of my favorite scenes of the episode because it's the first. It's not the first time we're seeing adult Nell. It's the first time we're seeing her really talk. And, oh, my God, the scaredness and the shakiness in her voice when she, when he he gets this call from now in the middle of the night. And she says something like, do you remember the bent neck lady? And the shock in him and the scaredness in him and her both shaking. He's like, where are you immediately? She says, I'm at home in bed. And she's blatantly not. We see her yeah. in the car. Yeah. I am shit. like arm chills. Like, fuck, what is this <laughs> bitch about to do? I'm so scared. Like the bent neck like, lady is ba- the bent. Oh, well, the bent uh, uh-huh. neck lady is back.
3: I was freaking out at the dad's reaction because the yes! dad was so like, well done, like, okay, this is serious. Like, do you remember the bent neck lady? Yes, she's back. Where are you? I like,
2: just immediately
0: right just away. go to Stevens. I'm on my way. It's yeah.
2: like way too soon to obviously be able to predict by design. But like, what the hell would ever go through Nell's mind to go back there alone at mm-hmm. night? And like, obviously we're going to get everything that led up to that. But yeah. just like, I, she's either possessed or something like, mm. I don't know, because that just being outside of that house alone is scary enough to kill me personally. Mm. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> just will yourself to die. I would just have die. a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I literally wrote, I was like, why did you
3: lie and say you were home? Like, why didn't you just tell him your own? I'm sure we're going to get that. But real quick, just to clear up a few things, because I don't know if it's going to matter. You, like you guys were saying in the beginning, the dad, he lives in Jacksonville, Florida. Ooh,
1: yeah, this is good. Okay. I so like where this is going. Cheryl
3: mm-hmm. and Kevin, Shirley and Kevin, they live in Massachusetts. Yes. Is that what that is? Mm-hmm. And then Stevie lives in LA. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sorry. Cheryl, Theo. Stevie,
2: and we got, we adding a third <laughs> one That's,
1: to that's what Luke says later in the episode. He's like stevie and luke just <laughs> oh yeah, like I, that. yeah, yeah that's why i call him stevie
3: i literally Hale. wrote him stevie yeah so I, I have it in my notes stevie good. and luke and you know i love stevie so. stevie <laughs> shout out stevie kush yeah. oh, stevie. <laughs> so it's there's those three locations so far the, the hill house is where boston Okay, so that's still
1: Massachusetts. Yes. I'm almost 99% positive okay. it's Boston. Because, it. I mean, we'll get to the later scene, but the 3 o'clock, 12 o'clock, when everyone like <gasps> wakes up is mm-hmm. one of my favorite things of the whole series. Yeah. They're all just so connected. I was going to say that was one of my favorite scenes, awesome. definitely. But we'll get there. But No, my... this is,
2: the next scene is the scene of the episode. Mm-hmm. This is absolutely like the whole climax of the episode. So this is the last night that they spent that the kids in the in a flashback form spent in hill house and the first thing we get is the dad rushing into steve's room kind of just freaking out and you know things are about to escalate he's like all saying like be quiet be quiet be quiet you hear something in the hallway like he's freaking out saying and like he's locking the door and stuff and i'm freaking out because he's freaking out like <laughs> jesus man
3: my heart was like pounding there's like creep point creep yeah, point, creep yeah yep yep i was freaking out um And I mean, Kathleen, when she said in the beginning, she was like, everything you see from a dude's hand being wrath. Yep. The dad's hand Ooh, was
1: wrath. Proud
0: of you. So
3: Something happens there. Wow. And didn't
2: even take that note. I'm pissed at myself. This
3: was freaking me the fuck out because, like, I'm taking this from Stevie's perspective. The dad comes in. He's like, Stevie, we're going Steve. middle of the night. Yeah. And he was like, what's going on? He's like, Shh, don't talk. And, Steve, all you want to do is ask because you have a million questions. And, like, the dad's scared. And, like, whenever your dad's scared, like, that's Mm -hmm. never a good sign. Right. Um,
2: The suspense of this scene is so phenomenal. The
3: fucking doorknob, man. (laughs) That was killing (laughs) me. The
1: doorknob! The
3: little footsteps and then, like, doorknob creaking and he's, like, holding his breath. I was freaking out. All right, let me interrupt you
0: here. So this is the first ghost. No way! Okay, now I, as, like, I just watched it again
2: today. Like, confirmed first ghost that they put in that's an extra, you yes.
3: mean? Oh, that okay. you sure. saw.
1: Not that that is in the show, but that Wait. you know.
0: I totally
3: man. saw this, now that you say this. Because okay, I, tell thought, I thought it was going to be the opening scene where the ghost was in the background, and then the camera slowly pulls it into focus, and then you see it. But I thought I saw in the back of the room, of Steve's room, in the closet... Fist there was. bump. Fist there, bump. That there was, was it. There so, was like some
0: long haired gown lady. Now I don't know. I don't know. Now I saw it as a guy, but you know, we're good. Okay. <laughs> okay, ghost, ghost, ghost.
1: He's back, brother. So <laughs> we're,
0: we're good though. So you already fished It's different too. to yeah. everyone
1: who sees it. It's too your late. own personal ghost. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I am not putting this fist down until it gets the respect <laughs> it deserves. <laughs> so so as a second and third rewatch, I don't know if it's because it's a second and third rewatch, but this guy is behind Stevie right behind his head for the whole entire scene. Shut and the to fuck me up. to me, I was like, There's a guy there the whole time. Like I was like even Stevie turns around, I'm like, Why isn't Stevie see this guy? Mm-hmm. To me, it was so blatant. I was but waiting for
3: the dad to turn around I and a, then it not be there. And then, yeah, or I
0: have like a that. picture of it and I'll show Luke real quick. Oh my- <laughs> And you God, guys need to so you guys awesome. need to rewatch. It's it is like it's,
2: it's maybe it's the the part of me that is now aware of how creepy the show is. That when there's scary scenes like this, I kind of like do the whole squint my eyes, kind of go like this, cover myself yeah. a little bit, like don't fucking scare me too much, so I don't pay attention to stuff like that. But now I'm gonna be absolutely on the lookout for that.
0: And I I was looking really hard. So like, there's a, the scene where the bent neck lady's there. Uh, that's just phenomenally done like you can't really tell it's anything until they show her being in the beginning yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. but because i'm looking you're looking at weird places to find it so the whole time nelly is talking to stevie his reflections in the window and i'm like is that a ghost in the window i can't tell but i'm pretty sure it's just him wow that is i love he's, the he's, writers for doing that yep. it's
1: like little easter eggs and yeah. cool things i, yeah. I respect we, any sort of when we
2: write our show we're gonna do something like that so
1: hundred percent boy are we gonna
2: hell do that. yeah okay so back to the scene but
1: i just want to say that this is the scene like luke said like the culmination of the entire series is going to be is, finding
2: out what happens like right which is incredible this, right?
1: because 50 or more percent of it is them as adults but right. the culmination is this scene as children to get just build on the scene outwards hours hours until you get the whole picture
0: They're in Entire lives. What a
1: payout.
0: Entire lives up to this point are molded by this that's pretty much the scene. Mm -hmm. This event.
3: Which is terrifying. So the dad's like, all right, like what could be more scary you don't know what's going on. The dad's freaking out. And then he turns around and goes, all right, we're going to
2: run. It's like, worse. What? He, he says, keep your eyes closed. Do not open them no matter what
0: you hear. And he says, I'm going to carry you. Now, if we are assuming Stevie's like 14, <laughs> I'd be like, dude,
1: relax. Like, he <laughs> literally says something. He's like, I can. And the guy's like, yeah, yeah. Just... yeah. He was like, no, yeah. but he, the... Stevie's literally like, OK, I can handle. This.
2: Yeah. So as soon as he they make the plan, like we're going to we're going to run. Clearly Steve was the last one he got because what they do is he – he picks him up, opens the door, which too soon, too soon. The yeah. thing was just there. Yeah, was there hit. it was. Way too soon. And they start sprinting out. And right away, as they get into the master staircase to go downstairs and go outside, you clearly see I, I think it's obvious, right? I don't know if everyone sees that what? one. Yeah. That where where the yes. lady's chasing well, him yes. down the hall. He yes.
3: opened his eyes. He that lying bastard. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: He was lying <laughs> to Mrs. Walker, like jankly, that goddamn liar.
1: Jankily running this bitch running after yeah. him. And
2: Is there any reason, I think I have it written down somewhere in my notes if there is, but Paul, I'm going to say, I'm asking you, is there any reason for us to believe that that's not the mom? Has to be the mother. But uh, does it?
3: I, well, in my mind, yes, because they get in the car right after that with all the kids and they're like, where's mom? Where's mom? And then Steve says, I saw her. And then Mr. Hugh goes, that wasn't your mother, meaning like.
2: So okay, so that was the mother chasing him then is okay, what well, we're under the impression of. Well, that's what
3: I thought. And then when he was like, That wasn't your mother, meaning like that's not your mother anymore. Like she's dead, she's a zombie or something crazy. That's what I took it as. I mean, it could be another
0: ghost.
2: Because like I, I it's hard to not I'm sure it's also by design that you're supposed to kind of think that there's a chance that the bent neck lady is the mom, like because mm. cause you've never seen them in the same and when that that scary scene earlier when when uh Nell. Nell wakes up and she's like leaning over. That's right after the mom left, but also, I, I, like it's it's I don't know.
0: So are you guys guessing that if it's if you're saying it's the mom that you see, she's the one that was trying to open the door too? I
2: would guess whatever was chasing him down the hall is definitely the same thing that was trying to open yeah. the door. I don't want it on record the saying door, that that's the mom. I remember
1: the first thing, the thing I used to remember about the show now that I've seen it so many times, whatever, is that lion knob yeah, the, the doorknob is just creek left creek right but it's yeah. just like they're just watching it and soon as it stops like you said paul Hugh just like opens the door and looks left and right like uh. yo what's up like it's like too soon too what soon to him too opening
3: soon. the door too is he was like biting his teeth like gripping his teeth trying not to make as much noise at all And I was like, I'm terrified. Yeah.
2: Quick question. This could be dumb. So we might cut this. But so when as soon as they get out of the house after the chasing, they're into the car. The dad's shuffling them all in. You see all five kids are in there. Yep. Clearly, the mom's gone. They're all freaking out, saying, like, we can't leave without mom. And the dad's basically just starts driving off. Who says I saw Abigail in the window? And what is Abigail?
0: Well, you so you find out Abigail in the first two episodes so oh, okay. we'll get to it then we'll, so we'll get to it when yeah. we start
1: talking through the second but great catch yeah. okay, boy cool. does it matter yeah it
0: matters it <laughs> definitely matters um, yeah, so
2: that's not it's
1: mom like I saw Abigail her. in the window he's so cute <laughs>
3: okay. and then who looks up is that Stevie? that's Stevie yeah. yes he looks up and sees Something. Something in the window. Tell
2: me there was another ghost somewhere in there.
1: It's tough because it's it's dark. It's such a dark scene that it's tough to to suss out anything.
0: So, hidden ghost alert. When when they're running down the stairs, it's like a a shot of Hugh and Stevie running down the stairs. And to the right, there's two people just standing there. Like, (laughs) literally just straight up. Not even looking like ghosts. They're just two people standing right next to the stairs watching them.
1: Killing, killing, true, true, true.
2: All right, so I don't want to get too into that scene because I feel like we're going to get so much more. But
1: wait, I, I do want to say one more thing. Like, they're like, I saw a mom and blah, blah, blah. And you obviously see mom's not with them. And and the dad says, that's not mom.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Which
1: is like, well, what the fuck? So does yeah. that
2: mean, like, that's because your mom's possessed or it's because it's physically a different entity, which is back to too my true, question. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Right. And obviously, you're not supposed to no, whatever. Did
3: the mom never exist? Stop. I see, dead, <laughs> I see dead people, bro. Yeah, right. Right.
2: Okay, let's go back to Mrs. Walker's house at night. It's my mm. quote for you. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's Steven is actually going to sleep in the marital bed to see if he experiences anything. He has this whole paranormal uh, camera set up to see if he can find anything. And we also are having a parallel scene, I think going at the same time, like when he closes his eyes, we get the next scene of Nell, being a motherfucking creep just Dude. ballroom dancing by herself yeah. like, in the in the house well
3: this is what i wanted to say i thought it was next episode so Nell doing doing these twirls creep point by the twirls? way this <laughs> is what i point, called her for
1: sure her twirls she was, some she, twirls.
3: She was in point. the nightgown And I swear that's the same nightgown that the mom was wearing that we just watched them chase down the hallway. So that's why I'm, like, so confused.
1: I love you, Paul.
3: (laughs) where where is this going? So, like, she's, I don't know, maybe her mom, I don't know. Blatantly
1: in an old gown, doing a ballroom, uh, a waltz by herself. Twirls. Doing some twirls. Truly the creepiest scene of the episode. Like, it has to be just because you get Hill House completely decrepit. Like, there is not, she is dead in the eyes, Obviously, looking at something else, it's right. not what is what it is. Right. It's not what we see. But wow, decrepit little oh. house, like he says, at the vines
2: end, growing everywhere. Like he says lost.
1: later on, he says, I want that house to rot. Nobody yeah. but the Dullies. I want it to rot like and it did. Boy, did it.
0: And if they hit any ghosts in that scene, because she's as she's doing her twirls, you're looking all around and stuff. I was like, dude, is there anything? I didn't see any issue so. is
1: there's too many s- human statues in the house yeah. that you're yeah. not sure if they're ghosts yeah. or statues.
0: Now there is a scene. Well, this, okay. So
2: directly linked to the, are you bringing mm-hmm. up something else or
0: yeah, you can go, go directly
2: to yeah. linked to her dancing in the room is you see the clock. It's three or 3 a.m. Which three hours earlier on California side, that's twelve oh three. three. Everything's linked. All of the siblings they kind of like, they like yeah. they're catching their breath. Like they all wake up. Everything's connected in some way. Yeah. Um,
3: I love that little detail when they all woke up at the same time. Steve's clock did say 1203. Um, so it did kind of help put yeah.
2: to his time, yeah, time, and, yeah,
3: and locations too. You
2: and know, yeah, while nice. I was having my tough time falling asleep last night, mm-hmm. I was just begging myself to fall asleep before three a.m. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was,
1: I, I was awake. No, I, was
2: <laughs> I was absolutely awake. i was like, God damn it!
1: <laughs> um, before before this quick little scene, Steve gets a call, calls, uh, gets a call from Hugh or whatever, saying like, "Fine, Nellie, go get her. She's in trouble. Whatever." And you find out that one, Steve does not like Daddy Crane. Right. And two, Steve and his wife are divorced because
0: not divorced, like, separated. Separated. Like yeah.
1: trying to be because he's like, go to your house. Tell tell Nell to get to your house, whatever. And he's like, we're not in the same house. Yeah. You know, I'm what's not staying there. Leah. Just Okay.
0: Also, this is the scene where they're all waking up. Cheryl says Nell's in the red room. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which, is, which is important, obviously.
1: But that's where you go back to that early scene as her and a kid. You would never remember that she says, Nellie's in the red room, pandas don't eat macaroni, because they all seem like nonsense. It's just perfection. where it's like Dancing, in the, think, dancing in the red room, yeah. It wouldn't seem that that matters. Right. I did Holy totally... shit,
3: she was dancing in the red room. That makes sense.
1: Dancing in the red room. I
2: totally wrote down why does Shirley, or Shirley know specifically that she's in there, but I guess something to come. I have a feeling we'll find out.
1: Yeah. I love a good connection between siblings twins whatever it is to be like 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 something that bonds them all that they're yeah. all separately in their own because we keep saying it marital beds yeah. up. i just love it i've never heard any of you ever say marital bed in my life <laughs> You keep saying it. i love it so it's
3: good well i can't remember exactly what was it that caused them all to did Nellie get choked at one point? No, no, you just, don't know. They all just woke up. They just up? all wake up. But I think shit,
0: I think Paul. you see
2: her dancing, and then you see the clock, and then it flashes to all of them, and you see the and clocks all, in the background.
0: And yeah, they, all just, see, they all just all You see
3: Luke wake up in the top bunk in rehab, and yeah. he's yeah. holding his throat and everything. Yep. But
1: what a thought, truly.
3: Um, yeah. What a thought. And then Steve is like, all right, whatever. That was nothing. Go back to bed. And that's when... Is that when the drips happen? Yep. Yeah, so that's when he's in Irene's bed, and all of a sudden he feels a drip or two on his face and he's like, no fucking way. And then he yep. used
2: the car horn, which is also part of Irene's story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: So then he gets up, he's looking at the drips and he's like putting his finger onto it. And that's when the car screech in the horn and he freaks the fuck out. Did uh, you guys jump for that? I did. Yeah. Definitely did. Um, I was
2: waiting for a car horn.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah same. So, and then, that was just kind of the end of that scene.
2: And then, the, yeah, the morning after, he does the whole Sherlock Holmes kind of explains it. Like love You got to deal with the water damage. Mm. There's no stop sign right there. It's causes a lot of traffic, yeah. you know, all that stuff. He,
3: he went into such a deal. He was like, oh, like, you see that? There, there used to be a stop sign there. Like, kids steal them nowadays. Put mm. them in the dorm room. You Calling
1: know? that Sherlock is so perfect. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, if you guys haven't seen Sherlock, please go watch Sherlock. Yes. We will cover Fantastic that eventually. Kind of yeah, we would love to cover that. Yeah, and we will. I just
3: had in all of this, I was like, Stevie is in denial because like he's just denying everything. He
2: does tell after he explains all of this to Mrs. Walker the next day, he does say like most of the times a ghost is a wish. And then she retorts back saying like, why would I ever wish to see my husband like that? Which is which is like a direct to me parallel to like Max seeing his grandma. all fucked up like that, too. Mm -hmm. Like um yeah so like you know he's not convinced of anything supernatural still
3: and he responded to that by saying it's better seeing him that way than never seeing him again at all Mm yeah
2: yeah this is our first flashback of the show to where it's them as adults but it's also i i don't i don't know if we get a specific time but it's like clearly years prior yeah um
1: so it's so it's not the farthest flashback we get of them old right but a flashback nonetheless yes and it's yeah.
2: all about the origins of when steve was writing his book he was giving his script to cheryl to vet and that's when we do see lay his girl his lee. wife lee lee Le, lee his wife um and Cheryl's pissed. She is she's like pissed. she's also very pregnant yep. at the time. You get a lot of good information here. Find out that the dad never spoke to anyone in the family about anything that happened on the night that they left Hill House. Mm-hmm. And everything that they know is based off of quote unquote tabloids and like yeah. whatever the random things that the dad has said in public. And then we also know that to the general public, everyone believes that the mom was mentally ill. And is this the scene where we get? they find out or they say that she committed suicide?
1: Yes. So it, I think that's actually in the lawyer scene. The scene
0: is the lawyer. It's the lawyer but, scene. Okay, but that which one, is next.
1: You're right, though. But you do get like, Shirley's just freaking out. She's saying, you make mom sound crazy. And Dudley's and dad, it's worse than the tabloids. Basically, what you find out here is Steve saying... This is what Dad said. I'm just playing. I don't have money to pay the bills. This, you know, what the advance they're gonna give me on this is. And Shirley's like, honestly, fuck you. You make Mom sound crazy. And he's the one who's saying, Dad's the one who said it was the house. It was haunting. And she's Mm -hmm. like, he had just lost. She Shirley says he had just lost his wife. He believed it at the time. He believes it now. Mm -hmm. Like it's such a good scene of her just freaking out. It's the first of many turmoil as adult children.
0: And,
3: um, and or adult, adult humans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the last things she says is like, all right, like, you know, the price, like, you know what happens if you publish this. So we kind of get a lot more information on why they have this division when they're adults and why they don't really talk to each other. I don't know if you guys ever read or saw the movie. This is where I leave you. Oh,
1: boy, have G- I my favorite book ever.
3: Dude, love that book. So this reminded me all about that because. He wrote a book about his family. It got published. It made his family either look crazy or dumb or naive yep. in some way. And now the family just kind of shuns them. Mm-hmm. So this is exactly what happens. And it's cool because we get scenes in the next episode where he's like a struggling writer. And he basically says in this scene, like, I, like, I need a life for my family. Like, yeah. I need to mm-hmm. make an income. Mm-hmm. And then that's when she's like, well, you know, the price that happens if you do do
0: it. Right.
1: And then you cut to the lawyer scene. So this is a lawyer scene with uh, Hugh Crane, and he's arguing with his lawyer, being like, the kids didn't see anything. They don't get to be on trial for this. I I, uh, Crucify me. The kids do not get questioned on this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
3: Good guy, Hugh.
1: Good guy, Hugh.
3: And the lawyer, she's yelling at him, and he's saying, like, let the tabloids, like, talk to you. Let them go see the house. And Hugh's like... Not a chance. And that's when he says, like, we're not even gonna sell it. We want that place locked up. I don't even want landscapers in there. I want that place to rot. Only the Dudleys. Just the Dudleys. Yeah. Only the Dudleys. And
1: that's and it's so important. Like what an intense scene. It, it does the lawyer's so right. It doesn't it, make sense. Sell the house. Make some money. You are so in debt right yeah. now. You're so also
2: like- I do have the note here, I don't remember why, but they when they packed the car, that scene, it was also three AM in the morning.
1: That makes total sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah okay. I mean, it would have to make sense, that's right? right. Yeah, the yeah, the yeah. time has to be relevant.
3: 3.03 is uh, the witching hour. And that's like know, just, all the yeah, scary yeah. movies and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah.
2: Like that. <laughs> all right, <laughs> let's, 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 that. let's move along here because we do have one more scene, one more big scene before the final scene. And this is with Steve. He's driving on his way to meet Nell, finally. He thinks he is, at least. He's going mm-hmm. to his own apartment in L.A., right? Yep. yep. And then... So while he's like in the car, he's talking to his ex-wife and you could tell she hates him now, which yep. is polar opposite of what we saw a couple scenes ago. And while this is happening, we get a quick Dudley flashback and we find out that the staff hasn't been living on the ground since 1948, mm-hmm. but they kind of live right off the grounds and they're never there at night. Right. That's important. And then the hills, it's called the Hill House because the people that last lived in this house were the hills like that was their last name
0: what's not on a hill
2: <laughs> <laughs> um and they always just kind of they were weird they lived alone they were in the dark like most of the time and then in the basement in the basement they had all the typical witchcraft ouija boards tarot cards all this stuff so mm. you know just and good things to throw in there for they cards.
3: I don't think you get cards or a thing back then. <laughs> They're dumb. But um, Stevie was saying something to uh, uh, her about saying, "Oh, like the dad told me those are all parlor tricks," and she like scoffs and she's like, "That's the problem with like schools these days. They don't teach you guys. They teach you about science and how, right? Like yeah, science this and science that." And she's like, "Everything's not about exact science." And he was like, "Well, it's what about is about Jesus
1: yeah. H. Christ? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jesus,
3: Jesus is the light." And so Mrs. Dudley's,
2: and then Hot Mama kind of puts her in a place. Hot Mama Liv, does. Oh, and- he he does know all the Bible verses, okay, but he also like knows the, he, the Quran. He also knows what.
1: I was gonna say. I feel like we should strictly call her that. Hot yeah, Hot Mama. Mama. I, I have that written down. down a couple
2: <laughs> times. Hot Mama is. I didn't know her name was Live. I had it as was all over the board, but Hot
0: Mama is where I landed. So while while Hot mama's is in the doorway. Right behind her, there's just a face staring.
1: God damn it! During the day? I'm telling you that I am blatantly a, looking for these and have not seen so one. So there's,
0: there's like, a, I don't know if it's like a shelf or, a, father, or like a grandfather clock, but it's like just enough of a slip between the door and whatever's behind her, okay. where there's a, it's just dark and you just see a white face staring at her. Nice. I, I'm so excited to look for yeah. these in future episodes. I didn't notice that one the first time, definitely. Good. I yeah, noticed I, it this time, I, but that was it. I haven't noticed any of these.
2: Uh, so, the next part of this flashback is we flash over to Luke in the treehouse. We get that quick scene. I don't uh, think we really the, need to comment on anything past the picture. Well, go ahead.
3: Yeah, I was just going to say the mom said, Have you seen Luke? And Steve says, Did you check the treehouse? And she's like, Yeah, right. And then it goes right to Steve going to the treehouse. It was like, mom never thinks to look up here. Yeah. And is that going to be like a big scene because the mom can actually leave the house and it's not part of the house? I don't know.
1: Wow. I'm just, wow, I'm just, holy shit, shit.
0: I'm just spitballing here. This but, guy, we got to start tallying rope points. Um,
1: <laughs> we do.
3: And then, yeah, like you were saying, Luke, uh, he was talking to him saying, like, you know, where do you get these pictures from? He was like, oh, like, I see these girls. You know, I this see girl this girl out. in the there woods. You go. Yeah. That's
0: Abigail. That's what he's saying. He says it in that scene. Oh, he says her name? Yeah. Oh. He, says, he doesn't. He well, says no, it's no, a girl but, I but, see yeah, in the woods. But he says it later that it's like Abigail's who he draws. And then right, it's like the beginning. It's of next not a episode. spoiler. That's
1: yeah. Abigail. Uh, yeah,
0: I don't think they do say that. Is the oh, okay? That is a
1: spoiler, but it's not that big of a spoiler. Okay. You find out soon that yeah, that okay, is Abigail fine. because in in episode two you see Luke see her at yeah. the edge of the at the edge of the woods. right.
3: And some of his drawings, it looked like Abigail was there, and like sh- she was kind of screaming. And then it was like Abigail and him next to her. Um, and then the one right at the end of that scene, it was like the one right in front of Luke. He's like looking at it and zooming in at her with like a huge screaming mouth and shit like that.
1: I don't think that's her. I think that's just like a a thing.
0: Oh he's seeing ghosts, man. Oh, okay.
1: That boy. kids drawing stuff is
0: creepy. I don't like that, man. <laughs>
1: okay. So this is the ending, end all be all of the episode. It, it this is the culmination of the whole episode. So what we get here is Steve is walking to quote unquote mm. get, get into his apartment.
3: Right before that, when he was driving home, he called Lee, okay, and yeah. then he was just they talk about. He it.
0: says he pretty much says if you see Nell, pointer, pointer and
3: yeah. yeah. So yeah. Steve walks in real quick. He falls. He drops off his shit. And he goes, Father Mocker. Yeah, he does. He doesn't say motherfucker. <laughs> big. All right, that's that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> that, that was and my. big
1: relevance later. No way. Lie. No way. Shut up.
3: I thought that was a mistake. <laughs> I yeah. heard that. Hey,
1: minus relevance later. So that's
3: we're vets
2: here. So this is our first intro into Adult Luke. I think first time we see his actor on screen. We have um, Steve.
3: Technically, we saw him wake up in the
2: rehab. You're right. Shut up, hot <laughs> boy Luke. <laughs> so we we see steve walking in and he knows the deal right away when he sees luke walking out of his apartment with a bunch of basically trinket things that he can sell and
3: an ipad yeah
2: they have the whole typical kind of conversation where he's like dude i know what's going on like you're shaking like all this but in what i did not expect he says you know take this money in my pocket give me the ipad that's going to probably be something with like his work or something is on that ipad that's important Mm -hmm. sell the camera go do your drugs whatever he luke is kind of pathetic at He's, this point mm-hmm.
3: he was like 200 bucks like really like
2: yeah and he he is obviously ashamed with himself but mm-hmm. you know uh what we learned in the next episode didn't do much about it then this is the fucking scene that <laughs> i only have when i watched this two years ago i to this day this is the number one scene i think of when i said the bent neck lady was standing over Nell is the, is one of them but this one freaked me out forever man forever <laughs> oh so steven walks in the room he turns on the lights he sees in the corner you see Nell, adult Nell. first time that nell has been in a room as an adult with any of the other siblings she is oh, i was already freaked out when she's just like kind of like opening her mouth to talk and she's like not talking like right. we're like you know like going but she's like shaking in a really good way like she holy fuck she looks terrified terrified
3: and steve's like like oh like are you kidding me like first luke now you and he's rattling off a million questions i literally said to the screen luke was there with me i was like dude just shut up and let her speak and i didn't learn yeah, <laughs> and yeah that's you- when he gets the phone call
2: so he gets a phone call from his dad and his dad's like in a frantic state saying like oh my god like no like this is about no it's uh, a little
3: staticky at first yeah. and you're like what about her
2: and he's just going on his day like normal. He's like, yeah, hey, like, you know, blah, blah, no, like this and no, all that, whatever. And then he is so close, and he being Steven is so close to saying, like, Nell's here. Yeah. But before he gets to it, the dad says, We found Nell. She's dead. Like she is dead. And the <laughs> second, dude, I, the third time watching this, I still had chills everywhere on my body. As when he says that, because you see, as he's talking to his dad, before he says she's dead, you see her all the way in the corner yeah, turned. camera work out of this world. When they, when the dad says Nell's dead, she, he turns around right away and just, she's right there and just mm. starts screaming. And then her eyes turn all gray. Her face turns all gray and she's, that's fucking it
3: cre- creep point definitely creep point yeah. right there Ten creep points um, i had there. i had in my notes she looked exactly like the lady screaming in luke's drawing picture up in the treehouse okay. like her mouth yeah. just got super wide yeah. and okay. just screaming like in his face so, yeah um mm-hmm. freaks out he falls over
1: but yet he's then, still like the next de- like we'll get into it but he's still like oh, I thought I saw something. It's like, dude,
0: dude yeah, she was yeah.
1: right there. But That's... yeah, what an ending to an episode. I mean, chills out of my ass, yep, baby. Yep. Like, fuck you, Nell. I'll I love gonna... you so much. Turn
0: the damn lights on. Yeah, that I was a fantastic
2: opener for the season. I, I loved every part of
0: it. All right, so now we're starting with episode 2 titled Open Casket and this episode is a Shirley centric episode. We have pretty much throughout this whole season each child gets their own and I guess the father too gets their own episode focused on them. Uh, so we get we jump back to Shirley at 303 waking up and she's and she's gasping and she says Nell's in the red room. I have a note
3: says 303 Never trust a hoe. Don't trust a hoe. <laughs> don't trust me.
1: That's, <laughs> that's excellent. I, that's
3: all I see you now. I see three oh three, and I start amazing. singing it. That head. is
2: good. Dude. Let's just
1: end the episode there. That's perfection. <laughs> and
2: we're out. I, I do. I do want to start by saying that I'm happy that Steve is not the main character because I. So when I originally watched the first episode a couple of days ago, there was a break in between me watching the first and the second episode, and then when I was talking to my sister who has seen the whole thing, I was saying like the main character thinking it was going to be Steve because he was the main character of the first episode. Right. But I'm way happier at being this way where we're going to probably, they're like all I said earlier, focused on it. So it's going to be like, a, yeah. yeah, that's way better. Right.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. If you were going to ask me who my, fa- or my favorite or main, I couldn't even pick a main, but I could tell you who who matters the most, but I won't. So right. Yeah. I agree. Luke. I'm so glad that yeah. he is not.
0: Right. So now the next day, I guess, or the same that later that morning or whatever you want to say, Shirley's at the funeral home. She's talking to the kid who doesn't who doesn't want to uh, see his grandmother during the open casket, which he calls
1: title of app, open casket. And he
0: calls it an open castle, which yeah. is kind of funny. <laughs> and, you know, he's explaining what she looks like. Um, now, Luke was already getting into this a little bit. He's saying she doesn't have any hair or teeth now. And then he and this is the part where he also says that she doesn't cl- she doesn't blink. Right. She keeps yeah. her eyes open. She explains that, you know, you saw your grandmother while she was sick. You probably just saw her without her wig. She probably had the teeth come out to make you laugh at one time. You're just seeing her in that way. But my job is to make her look how you want how you're used to used to seeing her. And it's very important to have this final goodbye so you can forget all the scary stuff you're thinking of now.
1: And like Luke said, or Paul, I can't remember who said it. It's like, why on God's earth would she ever work at a funeral home that seems outlandish for the background? But I like I have it on my notes. It says Shirley fixes daddies. like so stupid. My notes are really fucking dumb. But like it, it <laughs> matters. Like by the end of the episode, you see why she like someone. And it was her. a great reveal. Such a yeah. great reveal. I was like, damn, that, and we'll that's get to awesome. It. But yeah. what, a, what a great reveal. Yeah. And and this whole episode, she's fighting to be the one who fixes now. And it makes so much sense. So
3: and I, yeah. I had a note. it's just I've never heard the term fixed before. So like when like speaking of a funeral home, So when she says like, oh, like I fixed her like that was kind of a huge payoff at the end. We'll get to it. But I was like, all right, that's so cool. And it defines
0: who she is. Right, right. And now we're flashing back a little bit. We have Shirley with Hot Mama. Mm. And first... Mm first mm. uh hitting ghost alert for this episode we have
1: jimmy pa Shirley. Come on.
0: yeah baby she, we have shirley turning the corner and there's uh a window showing the backyard and there's just like this little kid watching from the garden you
1: Damn. better stop and it's very
0: like i'm looking and it's like hard to see like i'll show you guys a picture it's Wait, that, like so
1: did you notice these or did you look them up
0: only this time around never first oh time. you've been
1: looking them up. Yeah, i've
0: been looking for them i'm saying
1: oh yeah, Why and I'm, and then
0: now I have them in front of me just so I don't forget. If now any, we know if, who the vet's vet is, I'm a super vet. <laughs> oh. I'm just
1: a normal vet.
0: <laughs> You're supposed to be I'm the a veterinarian. OG vet. yeah. Okay. yeah. So now, uh, yeah. So Shirley walks in. She's talking to Olivia, and Hot Mom is telling her, you know, the Forever House. She's showing her the Forever House and explaining what. You she's know, using just, a
2: lot of symbolism: heart yeah. of the
0: house, veins of the room. Like you know, talk the about pipes it. are the veins, yeah. the walls are the bones. And, you know, Shirley's saying, "I don't really see that. I just kind of see a drawing." And she's saying, "You know, it's it's just like a person." Uh, and then Nellie is kind of being cute again, saying she wants so to have cute. a tea party.
1: Yeah, and- no one's having a tea party with her. But I like this scene because you get. I don't know that we talked about this, but they're flipping this house. I mean, that's their job. They've yeah. been flipping houses. This is the next house. Obviously, there's these kids are like, when can we stop bopping around? So she says, like, she designs them, dad builds them.
0: This whole thing that we're getting back with the flashbacks in this house affect their entire lives, and they're only there for not that long at all. Yep.
2: See, I brought this up before this. I was wondering, before you even got here, Jay Spang, how much... It's not obvious how much time has passed because I assumed based off the first episode alone, that, like... They were pretty much only there for like a week. But this is giving me a little bit more context to make me think that maybe it's a little bit longer. And like some they, of the hints of that are like... It's like
1: a summer. It, they
2: it tell you that
0: it's like a summer.
2: Yeah, because like the treehouse was decked out. That wasn't a week of Luke doing that. That was time passed. Exactly. Right.
0: Yeah. So, Shirley agrees to go outside and hang. She doesn't want to do any tea parties.
2: And then bef- right as that scene's ending, we find out the symbol... I mean, I guess it's like kind of a code for their family. The mom says if i ever flash the porch lights that means to come home if i two, flash the porch lights twice yes. it means to come home and i wrote down right away that's obviously foreshadowing for some scary scene coming up and i'm pissed that it was in this episode cuz i want credit for that okay
3: <laughs> is this where we see shirley tell Nellie, she's so like go ask theo if she wants to have
1: exactly and yep, yep. we
3: see her read we see theo reading a book
0: on okay yep. and that's the book i saw that book what the, that that's book. a book from the author of hill house the actual author. wait
1: what okay. yeah she's
0: just reading it's, one of the it's called the lottery and i looked it up it's called Whoa. the lottery by shirley
3: jackson yeah. and, like, she and shirley jackson wrote hill house in
1: 1959 okay. did not that's know amazing.
3: she wrote hill house but that's sweet okay that explains a lot because yeah, I, I so lit i went on the wiki i read all about the short story i'll talk about it real quick because yeah, it. it kind of relates a little bit so a uh, real short breakdown. The lottery is a short story written by Shirley Jackson. The story describes a fictional small town in mm-hmm. contemporary America, which observes an annual rite known as the lottery in which a member of the community is selected by chance to be stoned to death. Yes. It's Jesus. not not the good stone. Either. The hunger, it's the Hunger Games, yeah. pretty much. It is implied that the story. Uh, it is applied in the story that the lottery is practiced to ensure the community's continued well-being. So it's almost like The Purge. So it goes on to talk about themes in the short story. And it's like scapegoat, like blaming somebody for doing something else. Mob mentality, because basically everybody gets formed into syn- thinking the same thing. Group think. Yeah. Um, it also shows about like blindly following traditions. But then there was also a part where it was like even it's a theme, even in the most idyllic setting it shows that violence and evil can take place anywhere. And that's what I thought was putting into this house because this is like the perfect house. It's a dream house mansion that they're fixing up. But and it's like even in this perfect place, like evil and violence is
0: everywhere. That's awesome. Paul, that
1: is awesome. So that was just like... Check for Paul. Yeah, I have in my notes, enter young Theo the goat. I just... I mean, McKenna Grace is in every show and movie I love. She is truly like plays in a amaz- She's in chilling event. She plays a young Kieran Shipka and in, Ch- in Chilling Adventure. Uh, she is like in everything that I ever loved. And I'm just like, Theo's my favorite adult. And she's my. you yeah. guys don't see much of her. But then I just want to say as like a fun nod to the pod, little Luke playing with the action figure and Cheryl's like, OK, two flashes, whatever. But him playing with the action figure. Is my brother Jimmy growing up? Like being like, <laughs> I used to sit downstairs and listen to my brother Jimmy, who is on this podcast as we speak, smashing guys together with like, like guys. just like being like <laughs> like off the top rope, like blah blah blah. It's just like so classic, and I loved that. It just reminds yeah. me. I just I still do like, it. yeah, he's still guy. That was like eighth grade, Jimmy. Yeah, by the way. Uh,
0: that's probably. <laughs> 10th grade. Yes, yeah, so this was
2: a <laughs> connect the dot scene for sure because you do see like as Luke's doing that playing with the action figures he looks up and sees the late uh, Abigail which mm. we now know thanks Kathleen. No, uh, that was Jimmy. No, Jimmy. <laughs> fuck
1: all those
3: minus point for me he gives a little wave (laughs) yeah he gives
2: a wave don't get anything back then it moves over to the dad talking to Mr. Dudley about the red door master key and it not working you know Mr. Dudley kind of dodges it a little bit Mm -hmm. it's not obvious if he's aware and he's just being sketchy about it or he literally is like I don't know it's
3: definitely sketchy when they're like oh the one with the red door he was like "Uh, uh, uh, I don't know about that one but she totally does. And he's like, Oh, I can't go in there. Can't go in there.
2: Then classic horror scene. We have, I mean, scary suspense building scene. We have of Cheryl walking around the yard, taking pictures with the, you know, old school Polaroid, right? Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Yeah. Is this where we kind of get the, Oh, I guess Mrs. Dudley says the Hills, but this is where you see the graveyard with the Hills, which mm-hmm. I like, yeah, it's it's like, like all the Hills, which is yeah. super cool. So
3: I pause and I try to see what, hills were actually nice. there so i there was like jacob hill and then faye hill f-a-y-e and their dates were like 1883 to 1913 i think that was phase and jacobs i couldn't get the first one but he died in like 1920 um just about so 30, 30
2: years 30 years before they moved out because 48 was the last time the hills were on the property. I think. Love yeah. you, boys.
3: Guys. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so it's when they said like years and years and years when they were talking about, you know, the red door, whatever's in there. Like, we know that's how long. I mean, you don't know, but we assume that's how long it's been.
2: Yeah. And so Cheryl's walking around taking pictures. And then she, in the corner of her eye, sees the shed, a random shed. She goes and explores it.
0: Mm-hmm. She hears uh, meowing. She she hears the purring or meowing, yeah.
2: Okay, so she, she opens the door. She hears the purring. She takes a picture of it. And you see this face in this like mess of which we find out is a wasp nest creep count
1: classic and i love the the picture taking the picture to see it so classic Dude, it's I, so
3: good genius i literally had the flash of the camera freaked me the fuck out because i wasn't expecting it and i was like oh i take a picture i was like of cute little kitten and- i was yeah. like
2: don't do it again don't do it again <laughs> of course she does it starts freaking out and I guess as that's happening, we flash back quickly to Hugh and Mr. Dudley, and he's asking him about if he ever hears the dogs on the property because uh, the
0: kids have been hearing dogs barking at night. Well, that that's during the part with yeah, the cats.
1: Because Cheryl, Cheryl's like, we got to bring them in. What about the dogs?
0: Yeah, we got to save Okay, kittens, yeah. The, the okay, little, okay, sorry. I mixed yeah. that up a little bit. And um, that was creepy as hell. Cause, yeah because he's saying what dogs there's no dogs mm. on the property he's, he's like, like i've never get, seen a dog ever
3: i've never been here at yes. night so like i can't speak for certain but i've never once seen a dog which is insane and
0: this is like one of the first times that he was like usually like if the kids are saying like there's a dog barking or if there's, they say anything he's like oh maybe they're maybe they're just being little kids or something but this time he's like no 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 they hear the dogs all barking the and it's all dying. yeah
1: the picture clicking of the pictures reminds me of one of our favorite Saw movies when he's in the in the garage and he's taking the pictures a million times or he's in this house and the pig, pig yeah mask. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah. That's Just terrifying. reminds me of that. Or was yeah. that
3: Saw 4 or something like that? I think it's
1: 3 or 4. I can't remember.
3: Disgusting. We
1: <laughs> could probably cut this out because <laughs> this episode's long enough. We don't need a Saw <laughs> reference.
2: Uh, so the next scene is a flash to the... F- future again we have Cheryl's an adult she's talking to her kid Jaden I think his name is he seems like early middle schoolish. I don't know maybe that's a way wrong guess but she's telling him that there's no such thing as ghosts and then I think right away we see a ghost
0: image of Stephen right that's what I was saying oh no 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 so- it's it- Okay, go.
3: I go. was just going to say, so they were arguing about the mask, which was the leeway into, you know, the snaps around the Halloween masks. And that's how it brought back to this. And I have in my notes, Shirley's a bitch mom, because all this guy wants is a mask,
1: like a daredevil, a daredevil
3: yeah. mask. And she's like, why don't you just draw it?
1: Like, like you can draw devil, man. It's not
3: the same mom. <laughs> really? Shut is. up. So, and then uh, Kevin comes in hangs up the picture, they're talking about something. And then he's
0: explaining that they're in the, they're not doing well financially yes, because, because she keeps giving charity out pretty much feeling bad for the people and, and giving them major discounts. And mm. she's trying to explain it's not too often. And he's like, it's more than half.
3: Yeah. Which explains why she's so nice to Max. We think his name is Max, the little boy in the <laughs> funeral, because like, you know, she goes out of way to be super empathetic. Anyway, Kevin and their son walk out of the room. And as Cheryl looks up on her couch, there's somebody there and raises a glass and looks at her and smiles. And then she just kind of, it's like she's seen it before because she doesn't react crazy to it. And then it goes back. And why did I write there. Steve? Is All it I can like
2: someone that could have been.
3: It him? did
0: look like Steve. Okay. All we're me, allowed to say is not Steve.
1: Let me just say that. I know that actor like he is in the main character. One Tree Hill for all nine seasons. He's Nathan Scott, like the Nathan Scott. And so I didn't even realize that this was about to happen when he cheers it. I basically flipped my TV over because he's one of my favorite actors of all time. One Tree Hill is like my favorite show. So I knew I was like, what the fuck is he doing there? And what and what a catch, because that is Her. Seeing something and kind of like washing yeah, it, away. it off, yeah, brushing it off. Not, I mean, it's not Steven, though. Like, okay. that's all we can Steve say. are such skeptics, but it's like you're seeing shit and you're still not believing it, right? right? What's right in front of your face, right? I mean, they, I think Steven thinks it's the mental illness just running through all of them, honestly. Yeah, crazy, anyway.
2: Yeah, so the next scene is the only scene we really get where we get all five of the kids being nice to each other and this is when they're helping to they're basically pushing Luke into rehab Mm -hmm. not pushing they're helping him get into rehab and they're all kind of rallying around him he's like hugging them all they're all being supportive and clearly something happens in between present day and then to make all of them have such weird relationships with each other
3: one little uh detail they talk about when they talk about paying for rehab they're like it's okay like he doesn't have insurance we'll pay it together they're like it's six thousand dollars Steve a month jesus yeah steve and shirley both have their checkbooks out and steve's like about to say something shirley's like don't worry about it i got it right writes to six thousand herself and then as they're walking out steve saying like thank you for doing that and she was like don't worry you'll pay me back when you're a famous writer right. he's like oh i don't know about that yet it's like historical fiction's like a dead end or something like that so this is before he wrote haunting a hill house exactly and, and before they destroy their relationship basically exactly
1: yeah so this is where the timeline starts so this is the this is the earliest memory from
3: Adult. when they're adults yeah
1: the earliest member memory from their adults and it says six years ago when they're sitting with the um financial person at the rehab but i just want to say like the frustration of them knowing it's been six years from present day is why the turmoil happens. Like Paul said, like you're wondering like what, what happened in between this to make them, it's like, they've obviously been so back and forth with Luke. They're just so frustrated at this point. It's like they're paying Mm -hmm. thousands and thousands of dollars for him to get better. And it's not, and it's just so sad because that's such a real life parallel people can relate to. And, and like drug addiction is no fucking joke. It sucks, and and I just love Luke so much that it's uh. Yeah, Which it's Luke tough. do you love? Uh, so Luke much. Schmidt. Yeah.
3: I'm definitely <laughs> excited for I'm definitely excited for Luke's episode because I want to learn. Oh yeah. What happened that made him honestly go and yeah. become a druggie? Because it had to be something traumatic.
2: So next we have the dinner with, I guess it's it's all of Cheryl's family along with Theo because she's living in the funeral house. Uh, we see I don't remember the Cheryl's. Son's name, I think it's Jaden, right? It's Jaden and Allie. I think are the two kids' names. I know
0: Allie. Yeah. Okay. So, News to me. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> you
2: know, you just see Theo's the cool aunt, right? Like she's. Yeah. I love that she wants the, the gloves. Yeah, 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 she, yeah. The little yeah. girl's
1: wearing gloves, like she wants yeah. to be like Cool Aunt Theo. That's
2: Not much it. else really happens in this conversation. Then we go over to is Cheryl talking to
1: Theo? They're doing yeah, dishes. We, yeah.
0: We, we miss the part where she sees that the husband has a checkbook for himself. That okay. has only his name important. on it. Yeah. And then yeah, this a, is what you're going to say.
2: Account. No, that's what I was actually yeah. bringing up. I thought it was a conversation with Theo, but it was a flashback. It, but it
0: is. And then she talks to Theo and tells her. Okay, yeah.
2: So so Kevin has a hidden bank account. And it's important that Cheryl says, like, every single one of our bank accounts is together. So something is yeah. shady right. and something's yeah. happening there.
3: She says, like, I haven't brought it up to him yet. Like, Damn, I, just I wanted to like, to like think about that. Hmm. And Theo has a great line here. And she was like, Yeah, like, you know what? You're doing it the right way. Like, assume the worst and go on from there. Like I was like, that's awesome. That's just amazing Theo is like the queen of like, I don't give a fuck, like one liners. Like it's the way it is.
1: I think they do such good cross-cutting here where it's like, okay, now it's your own Theo being adults and getting along. And then it cuts to Theo young Theo just barging into (laughs) young Shirley's room being like what yeah. literally what are you banging on the walls for And it? It's so cool. And Cheryl's like, wait, who, what, She's literally what are you sleeping talking and about? Wait, yeah. And Theo is being such a bitch. It's hilarious. I mean, like what? And then when the first bang happens, when it's blatantly, not truly, how cool, well- like, how cool let's cover
2: this we'll get to that hold on keep going with this because you're killing it so yeah yeah, go ahead kathleen
1: yeah so it's just (laughs) like bang (laughs) bangs over all the walls where this is to the point where how could shirley be a skeptic i mean it is could never be the pipes it's this picture frame, that picture frame, that cupboard, that this, that. Everything is going nuts and and these kids are acting great especially young Theo is right. scared to death.
3: So what you were saying is it was a bang, 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 a bainty bainty bang, bang, a a bang, 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 bang. Okay, bang. cool. Just making sure.
0: <laughs> Jimmy's
1: dance right there was incredible.
2: <laughs> Made me dance. I saw him <laughs> dance and I was like, I
0: had to move my shoulders. Did you get any creep points for this one, Paul, or what?
2: Oh, fuck
3: yeah.
0: yeah. Well, like I was
3: gonna say, right before we get um, to Theo bursting in the room, it's the outside shot of the house at night and you hear dogs barking and yep. howling mm-hmm. and everything immediately. And when Theo barges in, first of all, I had to rewind it. I was like, who said what? Yeah, oh, I right. was like, I did Did she say what for barging into her room or yeah. did she barge in and say what? Because um, <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going on?
1: <laughs> and then, and then a, yeah, Shirley
3: on. says, like, oh, the dogs again. And I love that part. Yeah, and then when she that. says that and then the banging, the first one comes which is insane.
2: And then the dad comes into the room after they're both screaming their heads off. And this is like, I was like, wow, this character is so unlikable right now. He was just such a dick to them. Like he was like, "Eh, you're fine. It's just pipes. I, uh, I
3: had the unlikable. I I was like, dude, he's one of the most like patient fathers (laughs) I've ever met. Like,
1: it's just like, I, I keep saying to these boys, like I, me, Kathleen, as a human being have night terrors. I sleepwalk. I have so many frightening things that have been happening. Happening since the moment I could think by myself and walk by myself. (laughs) I've been sleepwalking behind couches and sleeping behind couches like and doing stupid shit. Somebody saying, oh, that's not that's not real. That's not happening is not helpful. It really is. Even if it's not actually happening, it's truly not. Right. Right. I've lived it.
2: And and it's this this whole flashback we're seeing with the banging on the walls and stuff. It's probably mostly a memory, but it's also uh, Cheryl's it's like a nightmare because at the end of it, the dad starts talking and then he just starts doing what Nell did at the end of the episode of episode one, where he turns all gray and starts. Freaking out, right? The big mouth. jaw. It, yeah,
3: yeah. the mouth yeah, yeah, starts yeah. getting bigger and like oval shape screaming.
2: So gray eye is clearly a theme of the show. Yep. Cree point, creep. Point. And the cat's
1: gray grays eyes. Yes. The gray yeah. Eyes. Right. So yeah. Didn't get
2: there yet, we did we, we did miss really a quick the- thing right before the, the wall banging scene. We have sure uh, looking in the box and seeing there's five cats, five dire walls for all the starks, all that yep. stuff, you know. <laughs> and that. you know, that then the painting banging on the wall scene happens she wakes up from that when her dad turns gray eyed and then Steve calls Cheryl which is like also happens at the same time of her waking up from the nightmare and this is like right after the end of episode 1 when he's he's just like drinking by himself sitting yep. in the same spot where Nell's ghost freaked out at him
1: this is the Check reveal it, that Nell is indeed dead mm-hmm. and and Cheryl is like no. no. Classic classic,
3: classic denial. Yeah. She was like, no, like that like dad told you that, dad's wrong. Like
2: right after that, she gets out of bed and goes to tell she's gonna go tell Theo, but then Theo has the lights on. She you could tell she, she screamed yeah. to
3: put the lights on. Something like that. I couldn't tell if because she did I or five. I think
2: what it. happened was as soon as Steve just like hung up on him, she just called, called Theo next.
3: Well you get
1: over. that too. I was gonna really say worried. we're we
3: got to get that Theo scene where I she love- wakes up and screams. Yeah, yeah.
1: Boy do you boy, <laughs> boy do you
3: one of the last things they say on the phone, she was like, I told you to find her. I told you she needed help and she was in trouble.
1: What a guilt trip. Yeah, Seriously. I was like, bro,
3: like,
0: she's not <laughs> going through enough right now. And then she also says, Dad can't just hold this back because t- she's saying, what happened? What happened? What happened? He says, oh, I didn't get it all of it out, Dad, you know?
3: Yeah, and he was about to say, like, I didn't actually hear Dad. Right. Because, like, I dropped the... F-, and she, like, cuts him off and interrupts him. Like you, you were saying before, Luke, when... um. He was on the phone with the dad last episode and he was getting it. He was about to say she's
0: right in here. Right. Gets cut off. And this time he, he seems like he's about to say that he saw something, but he
1: doesn't mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. Well, she's like, she wouldn't tell dad. She wouldn't call dad. That's not right. who she called. He's saying she, dad's the last person she called before she went in. And you get the reveal, of course, went in the house. Like, like, And Cheryl's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> wow. What a reveal. I'd be like, could you imagine getting the call? Like your sibling went back into The house and killed herself. And again, it's like such a parallel. The mom killed herself. It's Mm -hmm. like, okay, why did both of these women kill themselves? I am
2: dying at the fact that we're gonna learn what happens about like that ballroom dancing scene. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. Wait, no,
1: you never find that out. Like (laughs) whatever. No, I'm totally kidding. (laughs) of course you find it out but yeah so this is the cat scene and i fucking hate all the cat scenes with Cheryl, yeah. honestly, i'm not gonna lie they freak me out i don't like love cats especially these little baby demon cats
0: yeah <laughs>
1: i'm like not in this but, is where i yeah. finally
2: wrote down the note i said i'm very pleasantly surprised at the amount of scenes with hot mama because i did not mm-hmm. think we were going to get this much of her Oh, yeah. You get a ton
0: of
3: hot mama. uh, Hot mama
1: deteriorates big time when you see it. (laughs) Yeah, I was just going to
3: say, this is is where Cheryl goes in. She sees one cat is dead. Mm -hmm. Um, She brings it to her parents, and then they end up, you know, going to the backyard, having a funeral for it. And this is where I wrote, like, the most patient parents in the world because they're taking it easy with her. They're, like, helping her out the mom decorated a nice box for her. the dad was shoveling in it. They were teaching about the eulogy and they were just like, you know what? That was a nice eulogy. Like good for you. I was like, you know what this most parents would be like, yeah, all right, like, yeah. Fucking wrap it up. It was a cat.
0: It was a cat where's you a, found. Where's the chase and how I got to it. Yeah, I, think, yeah, exactly. I
2: think you're going to at the end of this series. I think you're going to regret everything you're saying about the parents being good parents and stuff like that. Uh, so.
3: At one point, what? they seemed like I love parents.
1: this. I love let's clock this moment. And then in episode 10, 9 and 10, we're going to say, Paul, do you regret it? Uh, Luke, what do you
0: yeah. think? At one, at one point, the dad was nice. And he it's also bad. important that the box that Shirley's given is she's reminded of it when they bring the stuff for the castle kid, mm-hmm. his grandmother, the, the pet, the dad walks into the office with the box and she kind of freezes up because it looks exactly like the box yeah. That, yeah. that she Purple gets. from. Box. This. Whoa. Yeah. that went over my, head. Yeah, yeah. So Which bef- we also see later.
1: I was going to say, before we leave it, you just got to see, she thinks in the funeral, she thinks this cat's alive and then a bug comes out of the mouth and it's so fucking freaky and he you does. get a call back <laughs> to it later. So we have to mention it. Yeah.
0: yeah she's in it's disgusting. Yeah. I don't like anything about the dead cat. Like, <laughs> just, like if she's poking it Not and stuff. I'm like, dude, just let, let it be. <laughs> just
1: like it's so small that when she's holding it, looks like she's strangling. Yeah, it. it's like no, no, no.
2: I thought it was going the way of like she she's seeing stuff and the parents can't see it. Like, what is? But you know, obviously, it was an actual physical thing that was in the cat's mouth.
1: Me too. That's exactly what I thought when I was watching for the first time.
2: Yeah. So is the next scene when we get Cheryl at Mm -hmm.
1: the
3: funeral Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. dealing with the
2: aftermath of like Nell's actual death, right? Suicide.
3: Yeah. And Max is there and he stops at going to see the open casket and Cheryl the parents are like oh we talked about this Cheryl walks up like it's okay if you're scared grab my hand we'll go together and then it's a
2: lot of parallels happening at the same time because we're also getting the flashback plus her dealing with Nell plus her Mm -hmm. dealing with Max there's a lot going on but there is a quote that I wanted to bring up where I think it's Theo that says it that says dad is the reason that Nell is so fucked up to begin with Mm -hmm. and there's definitely going to be more to that that's going to be expanded on for sure
1: we get this reveal that shirley is going to host the funeral and quote unquote do the body which is so fucked up insane Mm -hmm. i I can't even begin can you imagine being a mortician in general fucking with dead bodies and yet doing your sister your little sister who just died you're gonna
3: and theo and kevin are like do not do this. Kevin literally says, This is insane. Everybody. When she
2: pulls the fucking organs out of her, I was like, Are you kidding me? And she's like stitching up her head and stuff. I'm yeah. like,
3: Gee. Yeah, she's yelling at Steve on the phone. She's like, I am literally elbow deep in our sister pulling out her bag of organs. I'm doing my part. All you need to do is get two guys yeah. to the airport.
2: Steve, do you know what I'm doing right now? I'm elbow deep in our sister's chest cavity pulling out a bag of her internal organs. That's what happens when a body's autopsied and I have to take it out. You have to get two grown men to a goddamn airport. Get it done. And that, that does remind me, because we also find out in the, in the, I guess, that this whole scene that we're kind of just covering back and forth, this is when Theo and Cheryl find out that Luke is checked out of the rehab. That's our, their first sign of knowing that. And now we get some flashes back to when Cheryl was a kid at the mom's funeral herself. She was freaking out the whole time. Her body is there. So, so she, the body's there. That's what made yeah. me think that she's not the net
0: bent neck lady. lady.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. So that what, is what why happens is gonna, this is the yeah. cool parallel. So it's like Cheryl owns a funeral home. That's truly insane. And Cheryl is being so good with this little kid who doesn't want to go see his grandmom. He's scared of her. He, like, kids don't know what they're going to see when they see an open casket mm-hmm. title of that. But... So, so you get the flashback of Cheryl getting helped by the funeral owner director, whatever it is, and she is sh- shivering, walking mm-hmm. up. She's so scared and is shook by the 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 sight of her mom, who looks beautiful, and she's like, "You fixed her, right?" And and earlier in the episode, Shirley's literally like, "I'm gonna fix now. Right. I'm gonna fix her." And what a cool parallel like Mm -hmm. what a really cool parallel because it is insane that she wants to fix her little sister oh yeah
2: (laughs) let me take that question to paul then because i don't want you two to answer obviously but what am i wrong like if her body was in the funeral how is she in the casket yeah in the viewing how is she also she can't be the og bent neck lady at the same time
3: uh because her body Irene Walker's husband was dying in a funeral, but she, he still went above her bed. Wait, yeah, that, yeah, Luke,
1: you know, I'm really confused by your question. No, yeah,
2: no, so, so she was alive. The mom's alive when you're seeing the bent neck lady. So Luke's saying, yes, Luke is saying
0: that yeah. The, earlier they were theorizing, wondering if the bent neck lady is the mom. Mama. Okay, I think where we're getting confused. I don't think they're the same
3: bent neck lady and the mom are the same person. Okay, that's what I, I thought you said. When, no, 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 no. When they showed... Hugh old Hugh in the bed by himself and then it did the side angle with an arm going around him you said you thought that was the bent neck lady and I said I thought that was the mother dead at that point
2: okay okay cool so I don't
3: yeah we don't think they're the same person
2: got you so So. Nell's body I don't know if we got to this part yet where Nell's body actually physically arrives at the funeral home and Theo says like I can't do this walks away doesn't even look at the body Cheryl's unzipping the body bag and we're flashing back to Nell yeah I don't even think she opens it all the way yet before we flash back to Nell feeding the kittens
1: yeah so feeding the kittens and and we don't really have to get too much into the kittens of the fact that they all die except Mm. for one like
2: this is where we get the kitten opens its eyes and it's gray and freaks out for a second
1: yeah the the one last kitten that's alive so if there's five of them four are dead one last kitten kind of like like yeah you know, like oh mm. no thanks and mm. then
3: that goes into hot mom talking to cheryl explain to her like what happened with the cats and she lies to cheryl which is a mistake and says we gave him
0: away and it's a nice she, cat farm
3: yeah right upstate <laughs> and cheryl's like you like why would you give I'm the one camp, remaining camp, yeah. camp. <laughs> <laughs> why would you give away the one remaining cat why would you do that? it doesn't make sense and this is where we get hot mom. She has a migraine. She's freaking out. She's just telling her to stop. She's holding her head, and it goes into Hugh and the hot mom in the marital bed, and they're <laughs> having they're bed. having an argument about what happened with the cats and why they did it
2: and i just want to say that i think they the writers explicitly had a dialogue s- describe the migraine saying like everything basically went black and it was like mm. all these fireworks but in black and stuff and to me that just instantly linked to like gray eyes maybe there's some sort of linkage there like because like that's i don't know i don't i don't know what to make of i don't know how to predict for this show yet you know i'm gonna need right. a couple more episodes before i know right. but sure. That's kind of where I'm at. Like the thing that I thought was also important was because she she's telling Hugh that the migraines haven't happened in a year. So it's not directly linked mm-hmm. to the house. Maybe the house is is bringing up something that's I it's hard. Again, yeah. it's very hard to say.
3: Maybe it's, but why it's happening again
2: for the first time in a while is the important part. Right. Of this
0: I, I think it's just important to note that this is one of the first times she's having some kind of break. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Which yep. links to the mental illness thing yeah, that we right. think in the, in the present day.
0: Might be why she's dead, I don't know, in the future. <laughs> but we
3: did skip over a little section of when Cheryl was looking through pictures of Nell to, to try to fix up her body. She was going through her wedding album. Yeah. And I think this is where we saw that Nell was married. We mm-hmm. had no idea. And right. I think... It's coming up. His name is Arthur.
1: Yep. So no, this is actually my, one of my favorite scenes. So you can go into it, but I just want to say adult Cheryl doing dead Nelly's makeup and then cutting to her doing the makeup of for her for her wedding is devastating. Mm-hmm. Like heartbreaking. truly heartbreaking. Her having that memory and then all of a sudden the the p- makeup brush falling out of her hand because she's so distraught is like god, is that not just right in your feels? Mm-hmm. Like fuck. They're so young. I mean, obviously Everybody dies sad (laughs) that's so close together and all the trauma they've gone through.
2: Oh, my God, that'd be horrible. There was like that quick scene before the wedding one where Cheryl's talking to her kids and she's letting them ask all these questions and saying, like, I can't tell you certain things, but I'll tell you Mm. some things I didn't I didn't personally get much out of the scene. Well,
3: I was just going to say that relates exactly to. Uh, Cheryl when she dealt with the kittens because right. yep. the dad okay. the yep. dad and the um, hot mom were having that conversation in the marital bed they got into a fight she said why That's did lying, you l- right? <laughs> yeah why would you let her take six kittens home she went on to say you know I'm mad at myself because this is her first brush with death. And I had a chance to, you know, save her from it or kind of help her through it. And I got a migraine attack and blew it. So now she's going to be fucked up.
2: She does also say that migraines come at the worst time. I don't know if that's relevant, but that could be like in the future. If there's anything crazy happening in the house, she might start Um, up.
3: But the hot mom was beating herself up because she was like, I had one chance and I lied to her because I thought it would make it easier. Now, when Cheryl is old, this is her kid's first experience with death. She says to him. I'm not going to lie to you. If you mm-hmm. have questions, tell me what it is. Um, and that's then that she's
2: subtle. Good writing. Yeah, yeah. yeah yep. it
3: was nice. It was her first brush with death and it did change her for the rest of her life.
0: Cheryl
1: yep. is so like, bleh. like literally, I, I have a note that's saying Shirley looks like she's acting like someone who is sad. Not that someone she's like looking down. She's like, yeah, I'm just really sad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Dude, come
1: on, bro. I didn't get it. I didn't think. It okay, was good, bad. because I, I like her. I've seen her in so many things. This is probably my favorite thing that she's in. Yeah. She's in Grey's Anatomy. She's in a lot of stuff. But I'm like,
0: mm. she's I, in Twilight. So, yeah, she's in Twilight. But no, I I oh, took shit, it. I took it. In...
1: <laughs> Why would you keep talking about Twilight tonight. It's insane.
0: <laughs> I took it as she's hiding her emotions and just trying to let just trying to push them away by saying I'm sad. So kind of like that, better. you know, like. If she, be- if she ends up being sad, she's going to break down and be crying in front of the kid.
2: Wait, have we missed any ghosts that you found to this point in this episode?
0: No, Besides no, I didn't one? find any others in this episode. And I actually looked up this episode because I didn't find enough. And there isn't too many in this episode. The one, I don't know how I would ever have found it. So, Like um, you're,
2: you saw a picture of it and you were like, no yeah, way. Exactly, okay, okay. exactly. Yeah, we're looking at a couple right after this. Podcast.
3: <laughs> one other quick thing about this scene as she's fixing nelly there was a statement earlier on that saying when they found Nellie's body in the house she was in a pool of her own blood insects like all in her body because it took a while so not only are you working on your sister who passed away her body looks completely destroyed like when she unzips it and looks down it looks nothing like her. There's right. bruises, bruises, and lesions, and bubbles on her head, and it's just nasty. I couldn't imagine doing that. That's uh, literally
1: Shirley's reason for wanting to do it. She's mm-hmm. like, I could, I could explain to you how to do it, but by the time I'm done, I'd already be done. So mm-hmm. let me just. Yeah. I'm like, you are crazy. <laughs> yeah, that that was I mean, they're cool. all
0: telling her that too. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. So let's dissect that quick wedding scene now, because we kind of mentioned it earlier. Mm -hmm. So like Kathleen was saying, they do an excellent transition of having present day Cheryl fixing up now into her giving the makeup on her wedding day. They're having a little conversation. Steve comes in, does a dumb brother quote, whatever. Nothing really important Mm -hmm. there.
1: Just enough to say that Cheryl. this is after the scene that Cheryl freaks out at him about the book.
2: Yes. So, yeah, this is there's still a decent enough relationship at least between steven and and nell to be there and stuff but that's when luke rolls up cheryl catches like sees the car pull up and like runs outside so like i'll be right back real quick starts having a conversation with him luke thinks he's doing the right thing by showing up to the wedding being there for nell but he's high as balls and cheryl just says like this is not about you you're not going to ruin this day for the family here's 200 or 100 bucks get the hell out of here don't come back right
1: you can shoot up the rest is what she yeah. says, which is so fucked up. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And he takes it and goes away too, which is crazy. Just as he did in the first episode
3: yeah. from
0: Steve. Yep. Yeah. Well,
3: this is weird because I didn't know how to feel because at the one point she's right. Like, don't come in here and like make her sad by seeing you so wrecked. But at the same time, he was Luke was saying, you know, I'm here to support her. I just want her to like know that I'm thinking about her. And I was like, just let him let him go in. Say hi. He doesn't have to stay for this. Yeah. See,
2: if he wasn't high, I think she yeah. would have let him in. Yeah, yeah exactly.
0: And like, the other thing is he's he's saying he's fine. And then she's like, listen, Like, cause he said, I got a day pass. Mm -hmm. She's like, listen, you ran away a week ago. I'm paying the bills. I know that you weren't, you're not at the rehab.
3: So you're high. And earlier when Cheryl was on the phone calling Steve and she was elbow deep in Nellie giving her the autopsy. She said, get Luke. He missed her wedding. Don't make her miss her funeral too. Yeah. She kicks Luke out. She goes back. She's like going back to her makeup. She's like, you're ready for a perfect day. And Nellie's like, well, almost perfect. And then meaning that, you know, Luke isn't there. And then it cuts back to Cheryl putting makeup on Nell's dead body. And that's when she breaks down. And you can almost see that she almost blames herself for not letting Luke go to the wedding. Mm -hmm. So she's feeling all this guilt and sadness all at the same time. She's all messed up.
1: Yeah. And that's the bug in the mouth scene. So eventually... We Pre-count. move forward, and Dead Nelly is like mouse starts to move just like the cat, like a little kitten, and a bug, quote unquote, comes out. It doesn't. She's right, imagining it. Right. Thank God. If, if an actual bug came out, I'd yeah, be that would have been messed up. <laughs> yeah.
2: And then she, as she's walking, like you know, she gets over herself. She's like hallucination, whatever. She's going out of the room and shuts the light off, and that's when Hot Mama's <laughs> dead body appears on the other table, and. Why did they have to? I was so good this whole episode. I was like, nothing here is going to make me feel weird when I'm going to bed tonight. (laughs) And then, you know, she sits up with her gray eyes and just Mm -hmm. like kind of looking at her smile a little bit. And I was like, God damn it that's so creepy yeah. tell me that was a sl- that was a- uh, yeah
3: dude like three yeah <laughs> because she comes up and then she pulls up the purple box yes, and is giving it another- to her yep and then she lifts it and you hear a little meow yep and it's like oh my god this is horrible
2: the next thing we see is the very last shot is when she's upstairs in the funeral home uh the funeral home cheryl is that is and she's walking out hitting all the lights off and then you see the forever home model in the beginning of the episode and the porch lights flash a couple times. Yeah,
1: Damn. boy, do they.
0: Twice. Twice. That's what a couple means. I think that's <laughs> such a cool scene because it's on to the left. The, the house is to the left and you're literally watching her full like, journey all the way up the stairs while the house is still in focus. And you know yeah. to look at the house. like You know I you have to look at it. I
2: honestly was expecting another one of the... Uh, Neck, the bent neck lady scenes where like a ghost just moves as well, she walked away. I did but not. It doesn't. It right. doesn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then it was the lights and I was like better.
1: It's <laughs> also just cool that, I mean, Shirley obviously grew up and took those blueprints and made the forever home. And that is just something like a, a good nod and a whatever. And you see later, like it plays a bigger part in the series, yeah. but God, two good episodes. I would, I would venture to say the second one is probably the most, the most, Underwhelming of the rest. Like it yeah, only first one, gets hype up. The first yeah. one is definitely
2: better. The second yeah. one was fine, and it was totally needed for sure. But I'm, um, I I'm so excited to watch the next episode because I know it's theocentric. I already like looked at the description and stuff, and I was like, yes, this is going to be a crazy good episode.
3: Yeah, it, same thing. I mean, we got so little Theo feels like the first two episodes, but we already know so much about her, but not how like she got there. So I need to know the gloves. I need to know how that happens. I hope that we get some more Luke and how he turned out the way he was. Hopefully, we get a little bit more Arthur's, more of Arthur. You know, did we see him? Yeah, we just saw no. pictures. Just the,
2: is he okay? Yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, I know this is probably we'll get some of this in, all in their own episodes, but these are like the things I'm most looking forward to. And obviously, what the hell happened the night when Hugh grabbed all of his kids and like ran him out of the house. Yep. I need to know what happened.
1: I'm going to tell you one thing. There was not a single stone left unturned or a mm-hmm. question left unanswered. That's so good. It, and, uh, that is the beauty of a anthology 10 episode series. They don't, they don't feel the need that. Okay. How many seasons can we drag this out to? Right. This is a, we are, telling the story beginning Mm -hmm. and we're, we're making it satisfying. And that's why the series is going to fucking roll.
2: Hell yeah. So far. So good, man. I'm ready to go. Let's, uh, we get a week break so I can hopefully have a a little rest, but, um, (laughs) uh, we're going to get there.
1: I have, I have something, uh, to say quick, uh, binge town, something to do. Uh, (laughs) bang, kill, marry. Uh, we've got, Nell, Hot Mama, and Theo.
3: Oh, shit. Okay.
2: The three I would have easily picked as the top three. Of
1: course. I was not putting Cheryl. No offense, Cheryl, But I had to put Hot Mama instead of Cheryl. <laughs> can't mm. do the three sisters. Cheryl would have been a kill every time from all three of you, and I know it.
2: <sighs> Nell, Hot Mama, and Theo. And the, oh, God. I right. can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm not killing anyone. I'm killing myself because I'm so it's, happy. <laughs> it's
1: tough because I would like to say all three of these at their peak. Not crazy, but you haven't met them yet, right? Um, and you ha- you will meet them at their at their best selves and their
0: worst. So just go by the first two episodes, like yeah. What you know, we're talking their characters, yes, them,
1: not okay. the actresses, the characters. Okay, well, I think so. Uh... I'm
0: gonna
3: marry hot mom, <laughs> even though are she's you gonna, gonna be in
0: the marital bed with her? <laughs> oh yeah,
3: we're gonna blush the marital bed. I'm going to watch as theo and nell bang and i'm gonna kill myself siblings and i'm gonna kill myself
1: they're not wow cut that
3: that's aunt theo you're not actual i'm gonna watch
1: them i'm gonna kill myself
0: there we
3: go bang kill me <laughs> all
1: right i'm keeping that because that is incredible no, how has nobody done fantastic. and i'll kill myself well, well luke just so said good.
3: it Luca's is the one who was that's, like i'm gonna kill
0: myself that's, that's anyway. so I
2: awesome am- Gonna marry Nell. I love Nell's actor. And in the wedding scene, that is a girl I could settle down with. That's before she's possessed and it goes. So she's <laughs> she's great. She's beautiful. She's a 10 out of 10. So I was already set with the looks. She's great. I'm gonna marry Nell and I'm gonna have to kill Theo because she's a lesbian, and then I'm gonna bang hot mama because no one's gonna complain about that. There we go. Just yeah. cause
1: she won't be in the you kill. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, okay, you
2: two ahead. take it all. Yeah. I
0: get to do it. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Cool. I'm
1: doing it too. It's like this guy.
0: I'm I'm gonna marry, and I'm basing it off the first two episodes as well. Obviously, I'm marrying hot mama. I just love hot mama. That's fine. That was close. That was close. It's so hard. I'm not killing myself. I got I got to figure this out. Good. I don't Uh, want you to. I just figured something out. Hot mom
3: is from New Girl. It's Schmidt's boss. That's what it is. And she's from Entourage. She's in a lot of things. She's She's very famous. Yeah, Yeah, but that's where. Okay, all right. That's where it makes sense.
0: Sorry. Right, Luke gets so paid man. to
1: advertise Sucker Punch. Yeah, I'm, I'm
0: definitely <laughs> blessing the marital bed with Hot Mama. And then mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm banging Theo. Mm-hmm. It's She probably won't be into it. but She's I'm not gonna,
2: banging you back. Yeah, <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> gloves on or off? Uh, She can have her gloves on. If she oh, can. because you don't want to stare at her hand. <laughs> <aunt.
3: laughs> she wants to be torched.
2: <laughs> yeah that's something that is
3: something
0: he's saying this the is
1: the craziest bank kill will marry we've ever had <laughs> yeah. the, the reasons are insane
0: well you just and tried then to, you're you killing just Nell. tried, Go ahead, you just tried to pull a spoiler out of me by talking about the gloves <laughs> I, and saying? i didn't realize you're it
1: torched. <laughs> that's what i was saying <laughs> okay
0: and then i'm killing Nell. <laughs> the Bro, wince i'm marrying Nell. all
1: right so i am marrying Nell. Uh, love Mel. I just think she, she got the shit end of the sick in the story, which the, the rooks will see. Um, I think she's great. I, a quick, like a very close, I'm going to bang Theo. Uh, because she's a lesbian, <laughs> and where have you been? Uh, also, like the girl says, wow, uh, the only one to kill hot mama. And I'm gonna kill hot mama only because she's a little old for me. Although she is oh strikingly bourgeois, like so <laughs> beautiful. But I mean, I would either I would bang or marry. All three of these, well, like, we well. should, we should, sister to, wives,
0: we should do the same bang, kill, marry at the se- end of the season. 100 every
1: episode, we do the same, bang, <laughs> 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 kill Mary. Evolve, see if it changes. Yes. But yeah, no, Theo, I have a huge crush on. her. I think Theo is who I would actually like, just in general, like, I'm like, who I would be actually attracted to is probably, yeah, we're Theo. talking
2: actual actors, different answers. But Theo's a lesbian, I'm not, I'm not putting her in an uncomfortable situation. That's
1: true, she doesn't want you, don't, don't do a non consensual yeah, thing, exactly. but yeah, I, I mean, Theo for sure bang now is yeah all of them i love them all I, like, <laughs> what a tough one that's a tough, yeah, one. Best a tough three. one no offense cheryl sorry
3: are we going to get some ghost bang marriage in the future maybe oh
1: my god we will and then and then when we post the instagram we'll have to post the picture so, all can right, so we're going
2: to do bent neck lady yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> wow spoiler Bent neck Lady's different than who we've been talking about no,
1: no it's not I'm we're not. just referring to her as a no, neck kidding. lady. all right are we good <laughs>
0: We're good. Everyone
1: has their last thoughts out. Okay. What a crazy thing. truly. Mary. Uh, and that's the episode, folks. If you like what you heard, give Binge Down TV a follow on Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our show on Spotify and the Apple Podcast app. We will be covering the rest of Honey of Hill House, leading into the premiere of Honey of Bly Manor, the anthology series sequel, which drops October 9th on Netflix. If you like what you heard, which I already said, I think, we have episodes covering Spartacus. The CW Powerhouse, The 100, Netflix series Curse, and Amazon Prime's The Boys. Thanks for listening and stay spooky. Now it's in the red (laughs) room.